Hey, everybody! Hi! There he is. There is a fly. This is actually quite hilarious. Squeezer is off mic, kind of, because no, I think I he's fighting with a fly. It's a, like in my face. He's an asshole. Hmm. Huh. That was weird. Like, very aggressive. What a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, we got a show to do. DJ Slowdown, what's up? Thanks for the, the love. Hi. Hello, thank you. Yes, we're, we're back. Um, <laughs> Sorry for the delay. Yeah, we're we're off a day because, like the garbage man, uh, Squeezer. That's exactly what Mrs. Squeezer said this morning when I told her that she's like, "How was the show?" I'm like, "Oh, we didn't do one last night. I forgot what day it was. We're a day behind." Right. She's like, oh, like the garbage man. It was good. I was uh, I couldn't sleep yesterday or last not last night the night before. So I was up at. Because I, I knew I had to be in by 9.30 because we had that demo. Ah, uh, yes. So when I'm worried about, like, waking up. waking up, I have trouble sleeping. So I was up at 6 in the morning. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And you went to bed at 3? Uh, most likely, yes. Yeah. That's, you're on the, that's the, the squeezer. Uh, yeah, but you, you function with that. I need my 12 hours of beauty sleep uh, at night. no. To get uh, to get through my day, it's um, not healthy. It was a fun. How was your? How did you spend your Fourth of July? Uh Fourth of July. That was it Tuesday. Was it was just uh, yeah, just spend time. It was like a choose your own adventure. We let the kids decide what they want to do. So. What they decide? Uh, uh, we ended up going to. It was the strangest Fourth of July. Uh, we ended up at Dunkin' Donuts. Um, that makes sense. A park that has. As a kid, uh, I loved those, going to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, they, it's their favorite thing in the world. Yeah, it was my favorite thing too. I'm uh, not lie. I those, an, a park that actually still has like those little springy horses. Oh, okay, that's fun. That's all they wanted. Just and rock there was back shade, and forth. so that was a plus. Yeah. A uh, then while we were there, uh, and this is all like she has cards, and you have to pick one of the two cards, and there's different things on each one. Yeah. Oh. So then I picked, and then we ended up going to a diner that was nearby. So I had what a, diner? Uh, the hometown. Oh, in Kutztown. Uh, it's it's Brininsville. Yeah, Brininsville. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I had a nice Fourth uh, of July gyro. Ah, all right. Know. Uh, and then uh, I think, and we got home. I don't know what the hell we did. Just a lot of I just really just spent time playing with the kids. I didn't even I I smoked a whole pork shoulder a couple days earlier. Mm, uh, it was good. That's right. Made yeah. some sausages on the grill because I had to you know have some kind of meat on the grill. It would just been tragic. So I'm like, oh, you want pork chops? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm the grill. And she's like, I don't like them on the grill. She's like, let's do we have breadcrumbs? I'm like, well, it's Fourth of July and I'm not cooking meat in an oven <laughs> like a heathen. So, uh. You could have you could expire and threw them in the trash. T turned your uh, grill into an oven if you know what it, you're it's, doing. It, it's it's not the same. It's not it's not grilling. 
That's ovening uh, with a grill. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can't I can't do that. So. Awesome. Uh, and then I know I, you you were telling me that day that you were going to see fireworks, right? Oh yeah, and then we went to go see the fireworks. Okay. And they both made it through. Oh wow! Did they like them? Yeah. They did. Yeah. Well, that's uh, yeah. that's we're important. far enough away that uh, it's uh, yeah. We uh, so um, uh, Mark from Los Angeles is uh, his better half flew in um, Thursday night, and he picked her up after he was at the Mahoning uh, Valley Cinema Mahoning Drive-in for the Godzilla Fest. Nice. And he went Thursday, and then went and picked her up, and then. Fr- Friday, I don't know what they did. I I I directed. I was with you. <laughs> you and I walked to a brewery. I was like, "What are we oh, doing yeah. Friday?" Oh yeah, yeah. So Friday, they they did their thing and they went to the Mahoning and uh, I text Enchantress with my uh, happy enchilada Mexican beer from the Sherman Street Brewery, and I was there with you, and it was it's delicious. It was. Re- I got a text from Mrs. Squeezer, worried to death because she saw an accident with a black pickup truck down the street from our work, and and then you sent her the beer. Yeah, she, she was, was like, like, "Great, the kids are screaming, and I'm worried to death about you." <laughs> uh. You know, I'm normally am not a craft beer fan. I don't like brew pubs. That's why I was even concerned. You're like, well, let's go. I'm like, okay. Oh, it's not busy. She just ran in with one of her lovies. Um, oh, hi. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I'll, I'm sure they'll have something I could try and spit it back in your face. <laughs> and say, this is garbage. <laughs> like, oh, you drink this shit. <laughs> and we sat down and I ordered the Mexican style lager and I was like, God damn. And, you know, I like Modella. I don't like Corona, but I like Dos Equis. I like Mexican lagers, Pacifico. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll try their Mexican lager. And fuck, was it good. It was really, really good. good. And, and then I've learned the brewer, the brewer Bo, mm-hmm. is a fan. Oh, he went back. Yes. Well, no, he told us that day that you might not have been listening. But he said the brewer's a fan of Pilsner's, and they're one oh, of the no. hardest beers I, I to brew. I heard that. Yeah. I, I, I didn't pick up a name. It, it, the guy's shirt said Bo Knows Brewing, so I just assumed it was Bo. Oh, good. Yeah, I read the man's shirt, the back of the shirt with the hashtag. Oh, gotcha. I you, didn't. You missed that. Yeah. So he said the, the brewer loves uh, Pilsner's, so he and that shows. It takes it about himself to make a pilsner and he's just like any everyone just does the ipas he goes I'll, he does some but he do, focuses on mm-hmm. like the harder stuff which it shows because that was delicious and then yeah. and, and i'm a fan i like ipas perpetual is delicious that's right trogues is delicious hmm. but uh it, it's gotten oat way too out of hand where i can't find anything else but damn hazies everywhere and it kind of and they even said the bartender even said that it's like it's they're easy to make and they're the in thing now so yeah i like that there were options yes i was not i don't like ipas at all but uh so you know we had that and then we had a pretty good game that night it was long oh and the, the don't forget the extra extra pills which i still don't understand how it works but oh yeah that extra extra pilsner he gave us a taste guy, of that and it was like eight percent it tasted good too this guy makes it eight and a half percent pilsner. It makes no sense. It defies physics. Yeah, sure does. Uh, and it, the fact that it was good and it didn't just taste like like hot, like rubbing alcohol, yeah, like rubbing, rubbing alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, kudos to Sherman Street Brewery in Allentown. I liked it so much, we went back the next... This year, you and I, we, we walked back. We walked a mile and a half there, a mile and a half back. Um, did a game. We only had two beers, so we weren't killing ourselves. No. Um, I mean, I could have gotten a, a full of those uh, extra, extra pills, but... Yeah, right. You wouldn't have gotten much out of me that <laughs> night. We, uh, we did our game and uh, went home, and then... Saturday I was off and we uh yeah we went to we wound up going what the hell did we do Oh oh but but we got to remind me though next time we're in a neighborhood and we're there mm-hmm. I got to try those pretzel bites Oh yeah the the Cuz it, it, usually when you get pretzel bites right folks you get yeah. uh, a little plate with some pretzel bites no, this, this came out in one of those tit, like a pie tin. It was it was like a uh, personal pan pizza, like a but deep it was dish. it was uh, it like was a bowl of cheese. It was basically a deep dish pizza made with pretzel bites as the base. You know what? I think you're right. Yeah, but it looked look good. GD amazing. So Saturday, what did I, I did something. I did something. It was at a um, Dolby Cinema. Hmm. Oh yes, it's all Indiana Jones. Oh, oh, I thought. <laughs> no, I was Sorry. doing a bit. It wasn't a good You're bit, a but bit. it was a good I bit. Like... So uh, Mark was very insistent on seeing. So they were going to Godzilla Fest that night, and he wanted to see it with some the GM general manager Mahoning, him, and then he wanted us to go see it with him. So he was very incessant on seeing it at the Dolby Cinema, and and uh, which to his credit was good. He said a lot of DPs he's talked to said the the Dolby Cinema. Yeah, like since he could, I, I heard never heard this before. But you know how we joke we don't have a true IMAX. He calls it they call it a Limax. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever heard that before? I've I've heard it. Yeah, because I think we probably talked about it before. No, I never heard the term Limax though. Huh. Um. Anyway, uh. But he's like the Dolby Cinema is the way to go, and he was right. It was a great experience. Um, and then of course afterwards we went to the Sherman Street. Uh, brewery and um, did they stow the Mexican on? They did, and that's what I had. And then uh, Sunday, I sat at the ballpark all day <laughs> and waited for to get rained out. Oh, Monday, uh, we'll get back to Indiana Jones in a second. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a while. Anyway. Monday, I took off and we went. We went to the South Mall Squeezer to the South Mall Mercantile to look through like the flea market style stuff again. Nice. Did you go and play video games? We didn't have time. We were, our goal was to do back to the arcade, but we didn't have time. Oh, okay. Um, I still, I still got to get her there. I did take her to. Did I tell everyone we went to Chuck E. Cheese? No, no, you didn't get there yet. Oh yeah, you, you, you tell your story now. I'll talk about Chuck E. Cheese. So then we came back and we went to Second and Charles, and then I took them to the Whitehall Mall. Like it's what I show off in this town, and they were. <laughs> blown away multiple pictures of the plaza they were just blown away by that piece of the white hall mall um and then uh uh what was i gonna say yeah white hall mall and then we went to dave and buster's i'm sorry uh dave and buster's surround on our monday and then tuesday we had to drive them to the newark airport so we got to see the beautiful new york city skyline but still the new york new york airport Drove back and then Enchantress just let me sit outside and run through the sprinkler, listen to the Phillies and pound fucking Sam Summerales by myself so she could sit inside in silence in the air conditioning and read. It's a nice little. Uh, oh, we had Yakos on before he left on Tuesday. Nice. On, on the fourth. Nice. 
And then I just made a Mady's pizza and a uh, um, oh, Mady's pizza and sriracha baked mac and cheese, and it was really good. And that was oh. that was my fourth. And here we are. So what? Before we get to Indiana Jones, you tell you tell about your. your oh week. yeah, we went we went to uh, <clears throat> it was a rainy Monday. Uh, trying to figure out something to do with them. She's been begging to go to Chuck E. Cheese, and I. That's right. You were at Chuck E. Cheese while I was at Dave and Buster's. This was a week earlier. Oh, this is a week earlier. Oh, okay. yeah, a week earlier. I forgot to tell this uh, last oh. week on the show. Um, and I, I've heard horror stories, and there's a lot of news articles like, "Oh, another fight at Chuck E. Cheese," and Mrs. Squeezer is an absolute germaphobe, uh, like grossed out by ball pits and stuff like that. And as far as ball pits go, justifiably so. Um, <clears throat> me, I, you know. I'm pretty gross, so I'm as the grossest thing out there, really. So nothing else really bothers me. But I'm like, all right, we got. Look, she wants to go. Let's just rip the bandaid off. Let's go. We'll hose her down out back and fine. And we get there, and first of all, from the outside, it looks the same as it always has. We get in there, and I like that they still do like the hand stamp that glows under the light, so you know they can't steal your kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Remember, like, when was the last time you were in there? Was it still showbiz? No, 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 no. Um, I went with a friend's kids. Wanted to go. You know her, uh, Trish, who yes. did uh, "We're Live with Us." The kids wanted to go, and okay. we all went with them. So, um, was it completely renovated when you went? I think so. Yes. So there's no ball pit, and the wall was gone. I think so. Yeah, so we're talking our, ten years ago. So okay, uh, maybe. So our Chuck E. Cheese, I'm I'm not sure. I can't speak for any others because I haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese other than ours. But like, there was the game area and the ball pit, and then you kind of walked through an opening to a back room that to a back to room the that shady was, back room that had the the animatronic band. Yeah, like mild, like moderate stadium seating, like, you know, two steps. As a kid, you were like in a massive theater, but it was like really like two levels. And then the stage, well, that's all gone. It's completely gutted, opened up, and there's games spread out everywhere. The stage now is straight back, and they just have a couple tables set up for you to eat. So it, it opens it all up that you could basically see your kid from anywhere, which is nice. And you know, like, they can't leave. So. In, in their mind, like, you can let a seven-year-old run free and they think that they're being, like, independent. But at the same time, you don't feel like they're going to disappear forever, which is a plus. Um, and it's a lot of kid games. And what I realized was, and at the same time, like, fuck, it's going to cost a small fortune. Every game, with the exception of, like, one or two, like, they had Luigi's Mansion, mm-hmm. um, which was really fun. Um was like one credit. Right. And it's legit. Like one credit. It was so fucking reasonable. Like I spent like 30 bucks, got like 150 credits, and we still have half of them left. Right. So, and like, don't do, I didn't do the time thing, but just let them run wild. And it, they had so much fun. I was just playing skee ball and doing that. And it, I, this is my, I don't know about your, Chuck E. Cheese support if if it's not a piece of crap, and it's clean. And the pizza is good, right? I like the, the pizza. pizza. So we didn't. I didn't want to eat there because that's where they get you. 
Because it was like 30 bucks for a pizza and four drinks. I'm like, fuckers. <laughs> but it was already like 12, 15, because I was thinking we we're going to go to Dunderbox. Ah. But they had only spent like 10 tokens because she was so like taken aback by the lights. She had to check everything, like a dog, sniff everything and pee on like the rides and uh, the games before she could play them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we burnt a lot of time there. So I'm glad we didn't do the timed pass. Um, and we're like, fine, all right. And I, I did kind of want the pizza because I wanted to try it. God damn, it is good. It is it good. It is so good. It is good. And I'm, I don't drink soda. I'm not a soda guy, but I do like my root beer. I give them credit too. They put the syrup in the soda. They don't water that shit down. It was legit. From had a nice. From what I would call, when I was there, they had Pepsi, right? Yes. And they had Pepsi Max, which I was a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan of. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was ten years yes. ago. That Pepsi Max. Oh, so I had a nice, nice soda, creamy, sugary film on my teeth from drinking root beer. Oh, it was delicious. Nice. Good for uh, you. Yeah. Down downside though, the stage is still there with all the animatronics. But I'm guessing at this point they have broken down. They no longer perform. Can I so offer them they, Scott to fix them for them? I don't know if he'll ever get I, it done. Well, I but. bet. You, I guarantee it would take him like you know a, a, another half a lifetime. But eh, I got my eye on it. I'll give them Scott up for free. All right. To fix that. <laughs> Just like a like a work release. Yeah. Mm. Oh, he's gonna. He listens. He's gonna be mad at me again. Uh, a little. No, he doesn't listen. Someone All told right. him. Oh, okay. Well, he said, "I have a little Kelly and the midget." And the midget, fuck talking shit. Tell Scott again. <laughs> Scott, get your ass to Chuck E. Cheese and fix the animatronics. Yeah, we're gonna. When give you're him done Scott. with the shuffleboard table, all yeah. right? Well, that never happened. Um, good in the woods, yeah. trolls. So there's just uh, uh, monitors up there that play what looks like Sesame Street versions of Chuck E. Cheese singing songs. While lights flash on the stage and the animatronics don't move. Well, that sucks. Uh, We got some. They got to get the engineer from. uh, They got to get someone from Dutch Wonderland up here. Okay. Because they have that fucking bear band that still works. E Rock said, Good in Woods Productions. He said, I def agree. IPAs are awesome, but I love a good Pilsner. Most craft brewers love brewing those too. Brewers Arcade said, Hey guys, good. Good, good. A fresh podcast for training ride tomorrow. Many thanks. He does those like really long bike rides. Ah. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, I'm so sick of Chuck E. Cheese. A Michael Scott line. Uh, I We went to Dave and Buster's on Monday, and it was fun. We played Down the Clown, and my arm is sore today. Nice. On Saturday, though, we saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Now, here comes spoilers. I will yep. put... If you look below in the description, I will put the exact timestamp of when we are done spoiling this. If you're listening live and you don't want to be spoiled, turn us off. But if you're listening on like Apple or or uh, Brian, what's up? We're about to spoil Indiana Jones. Listen on uh, 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 any live. of the live. Pod- no, if you're listening live, I said turn us off. If you're listening like oh. delayed on the podcast, just yeah. look below, look at the timestamp, and I will put the exact timestamp. When we are done talking about Indiana Jones, and you could just fast forward to there and continue listening to our bullshit. Um, I you told me to text you a uh, 
thumbs up or a thumbs down because I saw it first. And I yeah. text you a thumbs up and you're like, what's this about? I forgot. I was so confused. I'm like, thumbs up, question mark? Yeah. And then like an hour goes by. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I did have a problem with it, though. It yeah. was incredibly, ferociously way too long. Like way no, too long. no apologies on the lo- length of the movie. It wasn't like that's my biggest complaint. It wasn't like Endgame or um, Infinity War when you're like, oh, I didn't even notice it. It was I yeah. was looked at my watch multiple times. Like, oh, this again. <laughs> well, maybe it'll be done soon. There's no. James Mangold, shame on you, because you could have had a masterpiece if you would have just got the fuck over your fucking self. We talked about it. The first car chase scene in Morocco, or where were they? Uh, yeah, it was Morocco. Or, yeah, uh, so that is, I, I will, I am the first to raise my hand when if they go, hey, who hates car chase scenes? Me! I'm sorry, they do nothing for me. I mean... Some that, that's not saying they don't do anything for everybody, but that one was but, pointless. The whole boyfriend thing, he was a worthless character. He did nothing for the story. That no- had to go. That, it had, that, whole, that whole scene, you could have got at least, what was it, 10 or 11 or maybe 15 minutes back. Yeah. The opening, the aging scene, I, I mean, you didn't need to I, be that long. It could have. I, I liked it. You could have shaved five off of that. You could have shaved a lot of time off that and then could have shaved some money off the budget too um because like they de-aged his face but not his voice he still yeah that was kind of i noticed that he was like doing i thought he was like doing a batman there yeah i'm indiana jones they did retcon mutt and his marriage to get it out of here because not so much a retcon they just killed him right they killed and that was good that was emotional um and of course, like he, he had. It's, it's, if, I'm if, sorry, but it's sad though because it's supposed to be emotionally sad for the character, but the audience is cheering. It's like Poochie going to space and he dies. Right now, now what Crystal Skull did well that this huh? movie didn't is he the, he wasn't solving puddle puzzles. He wasn't like you didn't get the sense that he was. Uh, like ahead of the audiences and ahead of the everybody as far as like puzzle solving goes. And maybe like he's 70 or 80 years old. He can't be the puzzle solver he was anymore. And that's what they're trying to do. But like even in Crystal Skull, like you see him drag in the library, dragging like like carpet away to reveal the X in the middle of the library. Mm-hmm. Also, why did they have to create a new character for her to be her dad? Why couldn't it have been Salah or fucking what's his name? Um, fuck Brody Brody yeah Brody yeah Brody. I was kind of weird like why was this person never mentioned before right he had such a big impact right and if yeah and, and so much that he's her goddaughter and her, her surrogate second father like wh- like wh- how is this connection something that's never been brought up in four fucking movies and then here we are um I mean because yes that could happen in a life but like you have to keep the people with you in this and creating a whole new character while you have Sala in there for pointless reasons, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, it was just, it was a, it was a straight up cameo. Right. But you could have still had Sala being in a cameo, uh, as, 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 you know, 
the fucking character who he was with, and this is his his goddaughter. But Sala yeah, is not makes, an archaeologist, sense, though, so why? British, you know. Yeah, why would Sala go after the Dial of Destiny? But Marcus Brody would. Yeah. Perhaps. You, you could have find, found a way to make Brody. You could have found was... a way. The MacGuffin 2 wasn't bad. Mads Mikkelsen was good as a bad guy. Not Thank God they were Nazis. I like seeing Indiana Jones punch Nazis. Absolutely. And, of course, the, the, the bad guys always have to get to the MacGuffin before Indy because Indiana Jones is never going to use the MacGuffin. He's going to pack it up. And he's going to take it to a museum. Yeah. So in order to see the magic of the MacGuffin, you have to let... If he gets it, it's over. If he gets it, it's over. Right. So in order for him to see the magic of the MacGuffin, he has to let... The the bad guys have to get it so we can see the magic. I had no problem with the time travel. I I had no problem with uh, the whole Archimedes storyline. And I I was kind of worried because I figured there was going to be time travel. And I didn't... I didn't. Well, other people well, are saying, why didn't they go... time travel? If he would have went back and stopped his son for enlisting, I would have hated that. Oh, absolutely. If, I would have lost my mind. If and he, that's what I was worried about. Some people were like, he should he should have went back to other scenes in other Indiana Jones movies. I wouldn't have liked that either. I don't. No. We've seen that. No. I was completely fine with the small cameo of the Archimedes, like thinking they were back in Berlin and realizing they were in Syracuse. I mean. It's weird that that callback, but then it made sense that he created this to help him win, not yeah, to. It was a trick. It was a one-way thing. It wasn't it, like I, I again. I read. I, I'm, I should stop reading people talking about it because no one gets the fucking movie when they give it a bad review. They don't understand what the fuck they're watching. Right. They're saying it's like this time travel device. It's not. No, no. It was they're, a. It was a compass. To find a compass to a single tear to, to find tears in, in timelines, yeah, and not even tears. It, it made clear like this was it, like it was to get you to this place, right? Uh, and I, it, and it, it wasn't a magic time ta- uh, like time traveling dial that you can set to where any any point exactly. in time and go there. That's what I was worried about. That it was going to be this uh uh Sherman and Mr. Peabody <laughs> jumping around kind of thing. Right. I had no problem with Phoebe Waller Bridge as her her character was oh, was so a, a very dislikable character. She very was not an Indiana Jones. No. Character. And her arc was a little it was a little too quick to be like, "Oh, I love you." Well, listen, there was there was too many quick arcs in there. Like Antonio yeah. Banderas character shows up and he's like, I love you. Oh my God. I'm so excited to see you. And he's dead. There was a lot of yeah. situations where they wasted time. So much time on set pieces uh, rather than like, like the driving, like the driving and, and, and like the, the longest thing should have been the chase in the, in the tomb at the end. That should have been the longest set piece. And that was, yeah. that was well, long I enough. I honestly thought when they were in the tomb, that was the, and they were setting up the end of the movie. Right. I was ready for his head to explode when they they got to the coffin. Right, because it was already too long. It was too fucking long, and that's that's shame on James Mangold. You made you did not know what to cut, and you were you were you were, you were too precious with your footage. Footage monster. Footage monster. Um. At the same time, I think people need to see it. Spend money on it. It's too late. It already fucked. It already, it's already it's, fucked. It's, it's dead. It's already I Superman know. Returns. Worse than. 
I think. I didn't follow the No, 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 no. It passed it. Oh, it did? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I was just reading that. It's not nearly as bad as Terminator Genesis, though. Oh, yeah. Well, so that you was... got that going for you. Um, I didn't... It must have picked up steam for pass. Uh, the seven-day cum of Superman Returns was 105. And this is at 85 after five days, I think. It 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 was the same. It was round. Yeah, it, it, the eighty two. It was five days, eighty two for Indiana Jones. So it wasn't as good. Oy. Yeah. I don't. It, it should have done better. It deserved. Be- I think it deserved better. Like it's not a masterpiece. Are you gonna watch yeah. it again? I will. I, I absolutely not. will. Um, because. When I said that, I, I even came out like that because here's the the other problem was I went in, I was excited for it to a point, and then I was worried, and then I went in expecting the worst, and then you gave me the thumbs up. I'm like, oh good, but still, and I came out and I'm like that. I was so happy that it was better than Crystal Skull, despite what. And one I even read one review on IGN. They're like, oh man, this makes us pine for Crystal Skull or whatever. Yeah, no. we talked about that on the show. Crystal Skull is absolute dog shit. It does not feel like an Indiana Jones movie. I'm sorry. This at least somewhat felt. It had. Uh, this looks like someone saw an Indiana Jones movie and then tried to make their own Indiana Jones movie. Crystal Skull is like, hey. Here's a hat and a whip. Make a movie. I fucking hate that movie so fucking much. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's 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 serviceable. It no, deserve... it, it did not pass. It, globally, it made 130, but domestically, it did not. And it's not going to make it. Yeah, when you take into effect effect its uh, you know marketing and all that bullshit budget where stuff. was the marketing why is barbie being marketed better than indiana jones what the fuck it they really well and here's the problem too the internet they let the internet fucking ruin it for people did they there is so yeah there is so much internet couldn't negative ru- internet couldn't ruin the mario brothers movie and they tried <laughs> they tried they there was so much negative press and like a social media uh hate towards this movie because of God knows why. Because shit that people are still bitching about that didn't see the movie that doesn't exist. Dude, people like are bitching about Mario and it made one point three billion. I know. Well They yeah, did they, not market the movie. There's only so not. much not, power a, the internet has, Squeezer. They uh, did a shitty job marketing. Well here's the problem. It's the people that This should have been a happy meal. Squeezer, this. there should have been a happy meal. Oh, there should have yeah. been a cereal. There should have been a fucking junk food tie in. There should have been like Mario Brothers did a one point three billion dollars globally. Let's say take take point take let's say take thirty to forty million off of that because of late night shows. You're still around one billion dollars if you market this movie right. And and fucking Super Mario Brothers got a worse fucking Rotten Tomato score than Indiana Jones. It's all about how you market the movie. Barbie is going to make a fucking fortune because they are murdering the marketing. They are killing it. I want to go see it. 
They did. Yeah, so do I. They did absolutely nothing for Indiana Jones, and they just like Flash. And Flash, I get why they couldn't do anything. Yeah, they buried it. But Indiana Jones, like they had all the fucking tools to. There should have been a breakfast cereal. There should have been a fucking Happy Meal. There should have been a fucking goddamn Disney Plus tie-in. There should have been a flamethrower. There should have been better dolls. They only sold shitty action figures to adult collectors, and that doesn't fucking work. You need the full. You, you, it puts it puts us in seats. It doesn't put fucking kids in yeah. seats, which make but their we parents were, we come. We don't even need to market it. All you had to say was, "There's an Indiana Jones movie," and you and I are gonna go see it, right? Even if it's out of curiosity, just right. to see if they can do better than the last pile of shit. Right, but th- but think about people our age. Like like I I wouldn't go see a Barbie movie unless it was marketing right, and it's it's marketing right. So I want to see this. Yeah, they clearly know they're clearly doing something different. The marketing's the genius. If you love Barbie, this movie's for you. If you hate Barbie, this movie's for you. It's fucking genius. Yeah, and, and, and there's you're saying like she is so excited to see it. I want to, like, I'm gonna go one day. I'm like, I want to go with you. There's, I'm gonna, I want to see it. My it sister went hilarious. to a pop up restaurant at the sea, South Street Seaport for but Malibu Barbie. There's one in L. A. There's uh, there's fucking a cereal in Mexico. The Philippines has a donut. Uh, although it might not air in the Philippines because of the nine dash line in the Chinese sea or something that air that's in the fucking movie. Did you see any of that? No. Y- you know about the nine dash line that, that people in the, the countries in the Chinese sea don't recognize that makes it seem like they're sovereign to China or something. Oh, Jesus. The nine dash line is in a map in the movie. So Vietnam is protesting the movie and Philippines is protesting unless they edit, even though there's a, a Krispy Kreme donut and chiller drink tie in the Philippines. Those lucky bastards. Here at home, we have a Cold Stone Creamery cotton candy ice cream with glitter sprinkle tie in, uh, amongst other things. They've been doing a really God, good. Philippines has the best food. <laughs> they get the best junk food and oh. the, they got some of the best barbecue. God. No, whether you guys like it or not. Anyway, they've been they've been killing it with the marketing for Barbie, and they've been dis- they they just fucking shit the bed on Indiana Jones, and that is why yeah. it didn't make the money. Mm-hmm. Nothing about shitting it on the internet, because because fuck man, some movies get destroyed on the internet and still make a billion. The Fast yeah. and Furious movie squeezer, explain the money, except the X. Explain the money they made. You can't because those movies suck. Well, they, no, they do suck. Right, people. It's the same. Well, it's because the same people that uh, are hating on Indiana Jones go to see that. The ninth story it. trending on Deadline is Super Mario Brothers movie sets Peacock premiere date. Like that movie, fucking. So uh, is that? That's my other my other thing. Do you think that's possibly a, a small portion of it is that people are willing to just ah, eh, I'll wait to watch it on TV. There's part of that but like if if you do a good enough job making people think that they can't wait to see it in the theaters they'll go look at spider-man look at super mario brothers look at fucking avatar for some goddamn reason like there's a way to get people to the movies they just did not do it right and that's all it lies in the avatar (laughs) yeah (laughs) i still didn't i i got my tickets already for oppenheimer I know you suck. Seventy millimeter. Ad- oh, the trailer for that looks so good too. Yeah. And and it's all practicals. Just, like he really blew I something know. up. I'm interested yeah. to see that. I'm guessing it might have been like a Moab, because that's non-nuclear. I don't know how you get your hands. He on apparently it. got a team of scientists together. He did not have any nuclear material, but he got 
people together to get a blast. <laughs> How are you allowed to do that? <laughs> yeah, it was Chris Nolan, I guess. Yeah, I it guess. It comes out the same day as uh, Barbie, but I'm sure they're very different audiences. I'm also excited for the new Mission Impossible movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Those are always like, you see them. Is, is, is someone going to die? They keep teasing someone's going to die. I mean, Tom Cruise is going to die. if he keep, Did you see that stun he did? Did you see that clip? The motorcycle? Yeah. Fuck. Did you see the, the actually, he did that stunt six times, Squeezer. I, I cringed just <laughs> seeing it. And I know, like, he's not going to fall to his death in the movie trailer. And it's no, 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 no. Not that. Not the trailer. The, the side-by-side of the actual un-CGI'd ramp and him doing it. And landing and saying, I think we need another take. I yeah. Can, no, I, no, I know. But I'm saying, seeing it in the trailer, I still cringed. Even though I know I'm not going to see him fall to his death in that. Yeah, I, I saw the... I guess they released the, the studio, obviously, not guess. The studio obviously released the side-by-side, un-CGI'd versus like, CGI'd clip on social media. What is the insurance policy on the on the Mission Impossible films? Well, well, Just, I, I I don't know, but I know um, I'm pretty sure he owns the rights to Mission Impossible. He bought the rights after like the second movie. What a fucking genius! So they're his movies, yeah. I mean, it's just an excuse for him to do crazy shit. To be running, yeah, and not do crazy that he shit. needs it. <laughs> running, yeah. They're good though. They are, and I still love the uh, still uh, the first one is still my favorite. The first one is really good. I rewatched it over COVID. I love it because it, it's so smart. Da- it, it's so grounded. Yeah. In it in its reality, not our reality, but its reality. It's very smart. But then, um, yeah. seeing uh, the last one, I was like, "Wow, this is really good." I I I, I very much enjoyed it. So. Yeah. All right, that's it, though, I think. Uh, oh, I have one, my one thing, one uh, more thing. Yeah, one more thing for Indiana One Jones. more thing. Other than, and I have two th- two things. That you said one. Biggest problems. One was the time, and that all comes down to the chase sequences. Just cut that fucking down to five minutes and be done with it. The fucking fly. Oh, I almost had him. Ah, he's in my face. What a dick. Anywho, um, the my biggest problem, though, and I was actually in, like, the air left my lungs because I felt let down, was the payoff at the end. I wanted this Nazi guy to die. When you said that, I was like, he's right. There should have been a better death. Like, he should have died at the hands of Roman soldiers. Yeah, he got off easy. He he got off easy in a plane crash. Um, Like, you should have, yeah, the... the, um, Like, put him in, like, um... What what my, my what are some fancy was, Roman torture devices that you're so excited about? A, cru- a crucifix would have been nice, but that would have pissed people off. Yeah, I mean that's what they would have done. But well, actually, and it wouldn't have technically been a cross; it would just been a, a pole that, and then tie their hands above it, uh, because that's technically what it had been at the time. Yeah, but crucifix couldn't have you can, come couldn't have done something later. else like uh, the, what's that iron well, horse or whatever the. Yeah, but my what I wanted to see is they tease all all these um, Archimedes mirrors 
What oh, I burned alive with Archimedes. The, the plane crashes. He somehow survives it. And as he's getting up, all of a sudden, like he looks down, like he starts lighting up. And he's like, huh? Looking around like he's glowing. And all of a sudden, he starts heating up, heating up. And all the mirrors start focusing on this fucking demon that came out of the fucking dragon. And boom, bursts into flames, and he burns alive. That's an Indiana Jones villain death. Yeah. Not a plane crash. No, that would have been better. You're right about that. That, in my head cannon, that's what happened. (laughs) It didn't. Also, the fucking David Bowie song was way out of place in it. And I like that song. Well, I mean, it's, I guess it was, it was the moon landing, so. Yeah, but we could have just stuck to John. Also, John Williams did a great job. Mm -hmm. And speaking of long movies, we watched The Patriot on the night july 3rd going to july 4th and oh, man wow. that's a long movie but that score is fantastic did john williams score in that movie i forgot that he did that yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right we're starting we're talking great outdoors right. and you're wow. going first Oof, that was a good take so here's your first uh great outdoor pick. don't forget to put the timestamp in yeah 40 minutes and change <laughs> <laughs> 45 let's just say 45 to be safe i'll give you the exact timestamp in the bottom description so well, i mean if you heard this it's spoiled yeah if you yeah if you're this far you're spoiled already so i said earlier beforehand i'd give you the time description so that's right now all right my turn now yes your first pick Man, I can't believe he died. Guys, week-long Fourth of July sale with fabulous bargains in every department. Save on this 10-inch portable grill. Two guys priced at just five twenty-two. Or sturdy five-web folding chairs, two for only eleven dollars. Or this 15-quart igloo playmate ice chest. Two guys priced at only ten seventy-seven. Prestone summer coolant, two ninety-seven per gallon. Buy two gallons and get a two-dollar rebate from Union Carbide. We save money for you at Two Guys naturally. Before I even get to what my actual pick is, I'm going to just break this commercial down a little bit for these 4th of July sales. What's talking about? Was, was two guys gone before we are alive? I think so. It was where the Walmart is, right? And the dicks. The giant dicks. I, I believe... I mean, I don't just remember say yes. that. I, know exa- I remember I know it's, building that as a kid going to school. I know it's there, so... so just say yes. Yeah, no, it was, it was gone. This commercial was from 1979. Um... And I'm talking. I'm. I'm gonna get into my Fourth of July picnics and just the <clears throat> fond family memory that uh, you know permeates my existence. But the fact that they have uh, lead folding chairs. Oh, they did. Uh, that, they said that. Yeah, lead folding chairs, and also um, uh, I. I do love that the Union Carbide will give you a coupon. Uh, for buying their Pennzoil. And all I think of every time I just hear that is Problem Child 2 Union Carbide Plan explodes. But, but yes, yeah, so that caught my... I even like went back and listened. Like, did they say lead folding chairs? But I guess I don't know. So I searched two guys 1982 squeezer. Mm-hmm. And I think it might have been shut down because they're calling it the two guys lot. Oh. Okay. Let me. Twenty-seven oh five MacArthur Road. I'll look it up. Okay. 
While you're a googling, I'll be a filling. And by filling, I mean yes, that was the Walmart. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, I didn't. I don't remember what was in that area prior to them developing that and like putting the shop right in. I remember across the street, uh, where like uh, the Walmart didn't uh, go into the nineties. I know that. No, but the, we, the shop right was there beforehand. Yeah, we didn't have a Walmart till the nineties. Yeah, um, but I remember, I remember the field across from it, like where uh, parties is it still a party city there, and where like Second and Charles and all right. that. That was just a field, and Kitty City was next to it. It, you know? it was Kitty City and um, Levitt. Levitt's, and but nothing else. It was all field and behind mm-hmm. that. Like where lo- more of Lowe's and behind it was all orchard. Yeah, I remember um, when they first built the Kmart there in the shopping center. That was first, and then they yeah. added on to it. Uh, and they slowly and and where the the Chick Fil A is, uh, where at Don Pablo's, Don Pablo's. Used to be, is that's where the exotic pet store was, where the mountain lion got loose, and I got a day off of school. Yeah, I bought one of my lizards there once. They had some cool shit. Uh, but yeah, Fourth of July, I wanted to stay because it was uh, I was reminiscing a bit, um, and we would always go to my great aunt and uncle's house, my mom's uncle, and they had this weird, like, uh, spirally, very '80s porn film kind of house on top of a mountain. Huh. It was awesome, and you can go up like the spiral staircase and around like in the main center column. And like get to the roof and like stand out there and like look out over like your kingdom. It was really cool. Uh, and they had a cool like wraparound deck, and then it was all wooded too around them. And it was great. Like it was me, my cousins. It, w- it was all my mom's side. Um, sadly, my my dad's side. Like I don't know if they did family things, but like we, my dad and my grandparents purposely like stayed away like huh, we don't want to talk to them I'm like mm. i want family but here, here i am i want family i want family family squeeze um, on family oh you're my family that's right um but yeah and it was uh it was just the best and because it was always um i am a fan of the macaroni salad and my grandmother always made the macaroni salad. It was like just slathered. In, it was just noodles and mayonnaise. And then like, oh, a couple little shredded carrots. Uh, that was nice. And yet it was just this, the most traditional, wholesome, like 4th of July, uh, adults drinking while kids play with toy guns in the woods kind of thing you can imagine. It was as stereotypical as you could get. Uh, and I still have... Where the hell is it? I have it somewhere here. There's a picture of me. Uh, my aunt, my great aunt, she's my godmother. I haven't talked to her in like 30 years and she didn't come to my wedding. Um, my but like, lord. Yeah. I don't even know uh, who my godparents are. Yeah, we all had a matching t-shirts made for us. Oh. Yeah, and they were like this heavy uh, 100%, uh, 110% wool uh uh, t-shirts or there <laughs> and, and uh, like there is navy blue and with the remember the um uh puffy paint 
Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, every yeah. shirt you, yeah. I had made was puffy paint back in the day. They, yeah. yeah, they had uh, puffy paint firecrackers on each of our shirts. Nice. Um, yeah. That was and the thing so back then. A, My mom would puffy paint me a batman return shirt i mean oh, we had nice. puffy paint oh, that's, yeah so that's my, my standout is the, the puffy paint um shirt and then um there's a picture we're all there and it was uh there's two three cousins missing there's a baby girl three cousins my, missing well they weren't born yet oh um that's how far back this goes and they're like in their 30s with kids now so uh, and then my other cousin who's down, he's a chef down in Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, he's standing there. He had a little plastic army man helmet and a little toy gun, like, standing there like like a little toy soldier. Arkansas. Uh, yeah. It was adorable. Um, but, yeah, we would go out in the woods and uh, just go explore. Just, just walk. We're on a mountaintop. And, like, next closest house is, like, you know, a half mile down the road. <laughs> you know? there, there was a great joke. In King of the Hill, when um, Bobby left, ran away to be Buck's special caddy, and Buck like went on a gambling bender down in Arkansas, Hot Springs, Arkansas, and Hank was driving through Texas, and he was like, "Now entering Arkansas," and then like a few uh, seconds later, a sign said, "Home of Bill Clinton," and he goes, "Oh," and locks his door. <laughs> <laughs> Birthplace of Bill Clinton, or something like that. And he's like, oh, and locks his door. <laughs> Great subtle uh, fucking great. king of the hill joke. Um, but yeah, and it was just uh, oh, and then and then uh, they had a because it was such a big property too. So there was also the fire pit. We just burned garbage. Mm, so yeah, you just yeah. Burn stuff. Burn, uh, you set yeah. off uh, some uh, cheap little uh, fireworks in the driveway because this was like eighties, early nineties in Pennsylvania. It's not like now where there's just it's almost like you just have militias living next to you lighting off mortars um it was hard to get stuff back then and also you didn't have the internet like you had to know a guy that was going across state borders uh to you know buy shit illegally right so you just had like your little army tanks and stuff like that but like the, the big finale was always the once once they're half hammered uh, the adults would get on the riding mower and hook up the little trailer to it and oh, give kids rides. Nice. Yeah. Nice. In, in, uh, in the little wagon behind the, the riding mower. Mm. That was always a good time. But, oh, yeah, they had a three-car garage. You just play in because it was just as mad. It was like having a gym. Uh, it was awesome. But, yeah, it was, it was fun, fun memories. That was our 4th of July for years we would always go up there and it for me it was like an eternity like that drive was you know you're going all the way up on top of the mountain and it's you could probably get there in 20 minutes with traffic here right yeah which i mean it's shorter than my drive to work so um yeah good times good is that it yeah, I just wanted to talk about my puffy, uh, puffy paint fireworks shirt. I'm uh, very jealous. If, if if I can find the picture, it's somewhere. It exists. It's here. I will I will get it to you, or I will share it. We'll get the puffy paint picture. Puffy we'll just ma- we'll recreate it. Paint picture. We'll recreate. Get, can we? Do they even sell puffy paint anymore? I'm sure that was toxic in some sort oh of. Oh my way. god! I guarantee you. Yeah. 
I don't know, where else are you going to buy it? An AC Mora? It's not going to happen. No. No. All right. Um, before I uh, get to my first pick, I just want to give a big shout-out to the Phillies for sweeping the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> first first team to do it this season. Second, One away from tying it. Second best. Second best uh, record since June 2nd in all of Major League Baseball. Unfortunately, the Braves are the best record. <laughs> oh, fuck. It sucks. Yeah, let's not get yeah. into the weeds. I just wanted to give no. a shout out to the Phillies. If, if only, it, like, and it's the Braves too. So I'm like, oh, fuck. If it's the Mets, I'm like, I'd be almost happy. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be the most epic bed shitting ever. Yeah, they already they shit the bed way early this oh, year. Oh, my God. So. It's like they went out of their way. Like, they took a knee before the season even started. Yep. All right. Here yeah. is my But Phillies are one road win away from tying a fucking 45 year old record 1976 i don't know how old that is but that's how i old. just shot i just shot an arrow and painted the bullseye around it as far as that number goes but yeah. yeah two away from tying it and i would very much love them to take that series in miami and get second place but enough of that here's my first pick running away from mad scientists and fake electric vans, but <laughs> I can't do a, a, a great outdoors episode without talking about biking somewhere. Your bike was your hog squeezer. I mean, yeah. All your freedom. You got all oh, by the way, out too. I, have an, I was going to tell you yesterday, but I have an announcement to make on this show. Oh. As of yesterday, I officially purchased my e-bike <laughs> i went with a moped style e-bike which they make those so there's like a mode two uh e-bike or whatever the, the the class two e-bike which won't let you go over 20 miles an hour on it with pedal assist that's for the best right now i bought mode three which is the moped style which in its off-road mode which they say is only for private streets goes upwards of 46 miles an hour Okay. Oh, well, that's the show, folks. <laughs> um, can you do the same things on it that you can do on a scooter? No, it's heavy. Way heavier. No, that's not what I meant. You mean drunk? You think your Fourth of July? <laughs> oh yeah, drunk. No, no. I, I, I keep the scooter in the neighborhood. 
I only DUI the scooter in the neighborhood. <laughs> I don't think I would take the e-bike out DUI. I, I, I can just see you like, I'm a puffy pink cloud. <laughs> uh, no, I actually want to like use with pedal assist and get like a workout and then like, you know, okay. but take it all the way to work and back. Let the wind blow through my hair. Wait, wait. You're going to die. Yeah, probably. We're all going to die, Squeezer. I know, but I we need you not to. Mm. Wait, I'm trying to... I'm, all right. I, while I process your route in my head, uh, <laughs> tell us about your journey. <laughs> so, <laughs> while you're processing, my, I'm gonna go up past the old Parkland High School squeezer. Down, okay. Like pat, like through, like Mawchalk and everything, like through Ironton. Uh huh. Uh, over Willow, Willow, yeah, we're, we're past Willow through down. Right. Like, so you grab two or three beers there, <laughs> or I could go to Grumpy's. Either or. Well, you stop at both. It's yeah, called the bar crawl for a reason. <laughs> no, but on the way to work, go back there and race stream come through Northampton. Hmm. Okay. Because obviously you can't take... Or I go through the city. That's probably the best way to go. Well, I mean, yeah. Once you hit the... Uh, you get on... I mean, you could basically take Tillman to Sumner. Sumner, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably take Backways for a while because Tillman up until like Cedar Cars Boulevard could be not yeah. friendly to someone Even on like, a bike. Especially like Josh Early area. So if you go... Yeah. Uh, like past the... Uh, you go Walbert to 15th, then cut across and like to 19th and underneath 22 there. Then you can pick up that's, uh, Pennsylvania to Sumner. Speaking of, that's what I used to do as a kid because I lived over there. Wow, that wasn't even a planned transition. Right, folks. that was a segue. So I would. Just, uh, no, obviously 19th was Tunes. So, the, okay, it all went with age. We first, the first place I was ever allowed to r walk to. And then eventually riding my bike was the Texaco right on uh, Cedar Crest Boulevard. Where we probably first met. We probably first met or, or saw each other but didn't realize it. So that was no major streets. It was all parking lots to get there. So my parents were okay with it. Uh, um, then a little, as I went further, it was the playground on Whitehall, um, Whitehall Street. Then uh, as I... I grew up a little bit. It was Luxie's and Sims right there on Walbert Avenue, Squeezer. You had to cross... Uh, the, the little market there in the, the corner? The little market there. You had to cross uh, Walbert Avenue to get there, but you, were, yeah. I, that, you had to walk your bike That's right across. by my dad's uh, fire hall. Well, in my dad's my dad's fire hall. Well, yeah, but your dad treated it as like a fire hall. Right. My like, dad was a volunteer firefighter there. Yeah. Your dad like, was a drinker. You, it's funny. Your dad didn't know there was a bar down there. No. My dad didn't know there were fire trucks up there. Uh, then it was to Crest Plaza. Then it was to Rita's, which was not where, not on the Volpe side. It was on the other side, that white building on the on the right hand side, right after you pass Volpe's. That's like now a screen printer. Uh, that was the old Rita's. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't have to cross Tillman, so I was allowed to go there. Um, then it was 
like McDonald's Iron Cedar Crest, and then Tunes. Oh, you're, you're like in the town. You're going yeah, into town. Yeah, we'd go to Tunes. We'd ride bikes to Tunes. But before that, we'd go to Crest. I was allowed to go to Crest Plaza and cross Cedar Crest Boulevard. And that, my friend, is where you did your shopping. So Crest Plaza in 1993 had a Alice K, which was a fucking women's wear store, and a Mamzelle, which was a, a sister uh, store that was also in Crest Plaza. <laughs> um, there was a thrift drug, Kohler's Cleaners, Spinning Wheel, which was a Hallmark store, which was great in many ways. Like people don't understand what they used to sell. Like anything you wanted at Halloween was at a, a Hallmark store. And Spinning Wheel, there was it was in the, your Spinning Wheel was the Whitehall Mall. Mine was Crest Plaza. There's two of them. Uh, there was a Woolworths, uh, Jelly Beans, which was like a kids' boutique that sold a lot of cool stuff when they had their sidewalk style. A B Levy Shoes, Opticos Photography. The Cedar Crest IGA grocery store, Bob's Bake Shop, which was fucking heavy. They had the Bob's Bake Shop cookies on a um, a gingerbread base with this. They had the icing they used hardened to like a candy state. Were the greatest cookies. And, and one day, like it'll be like Proust mandolins for me when I revisit that recipe and try it and taste what was uh, Bob's Bake Shop cookies for me. Uh, everything we got, like baked goods wise, was from Bob's Bake Shop as a kid. There was Frankel's, which sold like, like drapes and shit. My mom would go there a lot. Um, Bixler's Jewelry, no relation to Uncle Bixler. <laughs> the mm-hmm. Wine and Spirit, True Value Hardware, Wise Markets, Atilio Restaurant, B and P Beverage, where I used to go and like. There was a True Value in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. It wasn't a big one, but there was a true value there. My dad was an Albright's guy, so mm-hmm. we'd rarely go to the true value. Uh, that, w- that would make sense in that neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, true value was closer, but yeah, Albright's was... I mean, my, my grandparents lived off 15th Street in Pennsylvania, so Albright's was where he went as a kid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's why we would still go... We would do Rickles, because that was our... Well, yeah, we'd hit Rickles and Triangle and Heckinger's, too, but... When you need something quick, it was Albright's, and then eventually true, just occasionally true value. The wise and markets. Home Depot came and killed them all. Killed them all. Atilio's restaurant, B and P beverage, where I'd go and get a case of like, um, Snapple cans, like of the iced tea or whatever, hmm. and you get twenty four, and then they're like, "How are you going to get this home?" I'm like, "Oh, I got it," and I'd stuff it into my backpack and slowly ride it home. Renee Hairstyles and Mandarin House, which was one of the few Chinese places we'd get Chinese food from. Uh, there was also, at one point in the 80s, early 90s, a wall-to-wall sound and video, which had, uh, it was would become later the wall, than FYE, but that was wall-to-wall sound and video. You could rent tapes, beta tapes even, uh, and get uh, records, tapes, eventually CDs, but that was there too. But yeah, Crest Plaza, the thrift drug. Man, we go back there. We go we go back there and go in the IGA and get fucking hugs, those little hug barrels, drinks. Oh, those were about. the best. My my grandparents would get them by the case. Yeah, we'd get a case of them and like split them up between our backpacks and ride them back. Um go into the thrift drug and buy candy. 
The thrift drugs where I first shoplifted without re- even realizing it. We were in line <gasps> at the thrift drug, and they had these little fanatic, Philadelphia fanatic uh, figurines. They were like three inches tall, like plastic figurines. In the uh, and they were in a box in the impulse section of the thrift drug. And I just took one, and we I walked out. I was really little, and I, but I remember this. We got in the car, and my dad's Bronco, and my dad sees He's like, where'd you get this? And we had it. He's like, oh, just don't tell your mother. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was obsessed with Fanatic, and still am. Of course. Phillies. Shoplifting. So when when did they level? They, they had to have just leveled everything and started over, right? I believe it was... 2000 2001 when the target came so okay. the, the, the thrift drug became Eckerd drug because it was all it was still owned by jc penny thrift drug was owned by jc penny yeah he came Eckerd drug uh the woolworths closed and things started closing in there that's a walgreens right no the woolworth closed and it was the thrift drug no, no. turned into the rite aid the rite, rite aid, aid is still there oh. it, it it's off in the corner now that's where the IGA was, and it's no oh, longer okay. connected. It was a U uh, before, and in that's the- why I can't picture. We I don't we didn't really go there. That's like that was way out of town for in, me. And the elbow of the U was the Atilio's Italian restaurant. Okay, and then Atilio's moved down to where Bellagio's is, but they sold their liquor license to Applebee's, which opened up in the parking lot. Hmm. Uh, and now, and that's Bellagio's, it's Baggio's, Biagio's, Biagio's is there. That was where Atilio's was. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, Bob's Bake Shop was down on that, on that side of it. There's so many good, good things. They decided another entrance on Walbert Avenue was needed, so they broke up the U. Weiss is still there. <laughs> Weiss Market is... Uh, so the Weiss was there. Weiss was always there. Okay. Weiss wasn't always there. Weiss was the first build onto it. Weiss was built onto it. Okay. And I remember when it was built onto it, uh, but but it was a, a part of the like before they started tearing things down. Like, before Target came in, in 1993, this list I just read to you, Weiss Market's on there. Like it was anchored on each side by supermarket. Weiss was on the one side, and IGA was on the other. Wow, that's ballsy for Weiss to come in there with their overpriced shit. Yeah, and Weiss uh, IGA being there. And then uh, uh, now it's a Target. Yeah, Target basically is two-thirds of the... Yeah. It's still the most packed shopping center on the planet. Yeah. And where I go almost every day. I was there today at the liquor store to get wine for Enchantress. I I didn't like going there because they they treated me like second-class citizen at that liquor store. Uh, they, they could immediately smell like, oh, he's not of the Parkland blood. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, that's Parkland territory. We were driving to, because they had that big that speaking of Crest Plaza on Cedar. Oh, Crest, and you got your uh, PlayStation at that uh, GameStop. I did with you the PlayStation Three. Yeah. Uh, so we were driving to, or not? We were driving to the mall, but. 22 was closed because the garbage truck turned over at uh, Cedar Crest there. That's fitting. And um, you don't remember this? This was Monday. No. I w- um, no, we did not leave. We did not go west of the 100. So. Oh, you didn't work? East oh. of the 100. Did you oh, not, 
You were, oh, you were at you were at Iron Pigs. You went around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was no, I was thinking Fourth of July. No, no, Monday. You were. No, I was at, working. Yeah, you were at Iron Pigs. So you didn't know. Yeah, the twenty two was completely closed from fifteenth to three hundred nine. Oh shit. Yeah. Traffic on Tillman Street was horrible. We took all back roads, and I showed them your high school. To uh, I was like, there's Whitehall. Oh, That's where nice. went to uh, Second and Charles, and then Whitehall Mall because we were going to to Dave and Buster. So we went the back way and hit all the stops. Pet pet oh, puppies. Nice. Went home all at the puppy oh, mill you place. Gotta go pet puppies. Yeah. It's not their fault they're in a puppy mill. No. All right, that's uh bike shopping squeezer. Your second pick. Oh, I should pot up the audio board. <laughs> it's a good thing you went far from the campsite because that is the biggest poison ivy patch I've ever seen. And human spore would lure bears to the campsite, and we can't have that. You can't have that. Um, yeah, there's the, the two weeks in a row, same clip, edited differently, same episode, just uh, taking different things uh, from it, because mm. uh, Beavis and Butthead had to poo, and they went in the uh, poison ivy plants. And they got poison, covered in poison ivy and got super itchy. Oh. And fuck, did I used to get this a lot. I, was, I, I don't know. I, I think they say like certain people are more susceptible. Susceptible? 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 Able to get it more. Okay. Uh, and for a time, like now, now I'm not so bad. Like I mostly get it. If I'm going to town on the old uh, trimmer, I have just... not gotten poison ivy since I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you put yourself in a position to get it? Nope. Oh, okay then. Mine, if I get it now, it's mostly if I'm like in the back and I got the trimmer going and it's just splattering and I didn't feel like like I'm an asshole for not putting jeans on because I. My legs are all cut up like rocks and shit, but it splatters and it gets on you, and that that's even worse because now it's just the oil spread on you. And sure, you know, if you don't shower off right away with cold, and if you can do like even dish soap is even better because it, it, it just breaks the oil binds up. the oils yeah. and you know breaks it off. But um, yeah, I used to get it a lot as a kid, um, and it's because I was. Constant. I, I was like, if, if there was a place I could crawl, like, oh, there's a shrub. Oh, there's a small hole in the shrub. Maybe a bunny's in there or some shit. Like, I would try to crawl through it. Uh-huh. Uh, I would live in, like, if, if it was wooded, I wanted to go in there. Uh, like, our log pile. My dad would just, if, if a tree fell in the forest, and whether or not it made a sound or not, but if they called, like, uh, a state crew to come and get this tree out like off a road he was that now you know where i get it from he's like oh it's perfectly good wood i'll take it home with me right um so you know it would come home and then we get these big log piles and just poison ivy grows i crawl through the log piles because you know it's a fun dangerous place to crime and i would just be head to toe like a summer did not go by where I, I was not covered to poison ivy. Right. And it was a nightmare. Uh, and then then comes the treatment. 
The treatment. The treatment. Calamization. Uh, you can get the cortisone and stuff, but um, my mom was very much of the uh, taking the oatmeal bath. Hmm. Never did one of those. Really? There's uh, always the pink calamine lotion, and that's it. Oh, that too. But there's nothing. I don't know. I couldn't tell you the last time I had one. What does the oatmeal bath do? Uh, it's supposed to like help, like soothe the soothe the skin. Is there skin. any science behind that, or is that just old wives' tale? I, I think there is science behind it because I even looked it up too. Okay. Like, like it might have been an old wives' tale, but the treatment plus there's swelling, bacterial development. Where was I looking at where it said to still do it? Mayo Clinic. Yeah. So they say you could still take like an oatmeal bath. Uh, and it helps. Uh, yeah, just uh, oh, yeah. soothe the skin. And it you're just said like, uh, moisturizes the skin. Yeah, and, and, and pat yourself dry. You don't want to rub it off. Well, yeah. That kind of defeats the purpose. Just kind of pat yourself dry. But as a kid, like you would think for someone that likes crawling around in the muck and mire. Collodial, collodial, C-O-L-L-O-D-I-L, I-D-A-L. Oatmeal binds to your skin and forms a protective barrier. It also helps hold in moisture and ease inflammation. Huh. So, yeah, your mom was right with that. Oh, look at that. Mama I, Squeezer did a good job. Mom just dumped chemicals on me. Huh. Well, I'm sure that worked, too. Uh, but, yeah, it was just a slimy, grimy, uh, taking oatmeal baths. Every, every summer without fail, I, I had it. It was just. And I, I still, from time to time, but it's usually just when I'm out back, like, going crazy with the the trimmer and just murdering plants left and right and taking too much pleasure in it. Um, but God, there's nothing worse. I hate it. I'm itchy to begin with. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't like it either. I haven't gotten it since I, I was a kid, so... I can't tell you that. Let's get it for the show. Get poison ivy for the show. Yeah, come on. Right. I I have some out back. I know exactly where it's at. Let's come over. Why, and we'll, why don't you buy you some know. poisons and kill it? It's on my. That's why I'm gonna. I talked about taking that Friday off so I can get to it. <laughs> yeah, I hope you use poison and destroy it. Uh no, I'll I'll use like a nice vinegar, uh, strengthened vinegar and soap solution. Ugh. Poison's <laughs> the only way to go. You can't fight poison with poison. Sure can. I like Mithridates over here. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I am on to my next pick. My second pick. It's a weird clip, but you'll get it. <laughs> Survival Diary Update. I have been drinking dewdrops found on the forest leaves and I have been eating mushrooms and moss. Mostly mushrooms. My rabies has taken a turn for the worse. I am starting to hallucinate. When I close my eyes, I can see strange characters running around chasing colorful geometric shapes in a dark and infinite limbo. I have stopped closing my eyes. I fear I am going mad. 
Survival reminder. Need hammer and nails. And batteries for tape recorder. Also need new tape recorder. You said that last line into a pine cone. <laughs> also need new tape recorder. Dale gets lost in the woods. I'm talking about... So we had like a weird property squeezer. It, was, it wasn't very like deep but it was very long and it ran from our house all the way up to Walbert Avenue and there was a lot of trees there's woods there's a lot of trees to climb adventures to be had um woods anywhere I mean were you a tree climber uh I I tried to be I have you know very short stumpy limbs <laughs> so I, I was not bred for tree climbing mm. I like the idea of it also I'm scared of heights you are? Oh, terrified. Oh, fuck. Shit, I did not know that. I am... Uh, Enchantress is not a fan of heights at all. Uh, we we were up in the, the Vatican, one of the towers, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. She's like clinging to the back, like sweating and shaking. Oh, see, that I can do. It's like an exposure thing. Like, if I'm in an actual structure, I can look out over... No, you were like, you were like hanging out. There was very little lip. <laughs> oh, uh, mm, yeah, I, I'm not. What about it's like situa- the situational. ghost bridge in uh, on the Grand Canyon? Could you do that? Yeah, because I get it. It's a gimmick. They're all gimmicks. You're not gonna die on a ladder. No, no. That, what are you afraid thing. of? What are you? What makes you afraid of heights? Like I don't get it. Then the the falling and the sudden. Stuff. No, no, no. Like what? What specific are you afraid of when it comes to heights? Like what? It's it's the control thing. It's losing control of the situation. Of I know. I understand the fear of heights. I'm asking like what is a situation where you're afraid of a height? Sorry, I didn't phrase it right. I mean, like if you had me, like if I walked, like I would go out on like that ghost bridge and I'd be fine because I know it's like designed for me to be there. Um. If I was like walking out over any bridge and like look over the railing, like eh, maybe I get a little iffy, but I'd make sure my center of gravity is up. <laughs> but if I'm up on like a ten foot ladder, and I'm like you're up on ladders all the time. I know, but and you watch how slow I move, hmm. how meticulous I am. If I'm at I will I'm at that step where it says do not step above this, and then I go above it, then I start getting worried. I get on that step and get on tippy toes on one foot. Oh no, I I lose my, my, I, I was nervous today bringing shit down from a place we weren't supposed to have it using a device that we're not supposed to use to do I, that. I remember you were in a scissor lift through a driving through a tent all like twenty five feet in the air in a scissor I, lift. I was living my driving through all the tables with glass and flower centerpieces. <laughs> right. Like, you didn't seem to care about that. Like, I've never known you to be afraid yeah, of heights. I was fine because there's a railing and I, I was good. But, like, he, I was worried for Dougie helping me lean stuff out the door and he's there just, you know, whatever. You know, I'm a fucking Spider Man. You know? Yeah, I'm, 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 climb the tree, hang off this. But I, I live my life on, like, two sets of scaffolding and I do not like it. I'm, I'm fine. I'll go up, I'll do it, but I'm very meticulous in, like, hand placement. And, like, three points of contact, and, like, I do not want to fall. 
Uh, okay, well, I guess that's safe. I mean, I'm just like scurry up like a rabid dog. Oh no, I I am constantly like, do I have control of this situation? If I do fall, where can I grab and how can I land that I break my neck in just the right way that I don't feel anything? <laughs> yeah, I guess I never put any thought into any of that. Uh, so I had my climbing trees, um, and I'd scurry up those and. I would uh, like build like mini structures and hideouts in my climbing trees, and there, at one point there was like a like a, a like a pit like a, almost like a quick sand pit in our from like from a runoff or something. Uh, I gotta, a sinkhole. <laughs> it was sinkhole or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. Obviously, we have a lot of limestone. Around obviously, there. wasn't quick sand, but it was it was like it was like bubbled up with like a fungus or something i don't remember oh. i have to talk to jeffrey about what that oh, stay away from that well if you went and destroyed all my dad's dirt samples he would have been able to tell you this is before that oh. uh this is that then i later go on to destroy your dad's dirt samples um and that was a great outdoors episode where it, i talked it, about that the people of pennsylvania's dirt samples yeah the, the state's dirt samples yes um so yeah the the hanging out in woods climbing trees and i still would like to climb trees but i remember as a kid i would i would be the first up to uh and anything like they climb anything and my dad was like that too i guess or the guy like uh, johnny had to forbid him from climbing towers anymore he, he loved it so wow. much yeah i i could yeah i could see that yeah but yeah, I've done pole climbing and stuff, like with like the spikes and the and the. Yeah, strap. I have not known you. Like, to, I, I'm kind of taken aback by the fact that you're it, afraid it, of heights. It's, it's very situational. Okay. It's very like. I, I it, it all depends on like I'll look at it. I'm like, okay, that feels safe. If there's others where I'm like, I'm a little iffy on that. I don't want to do it. No, and, and see, that's not a what I think of afraid. Enchanter is afraid of heights. On the Eiffel oh. Tower, we were like barely able to be up there. You know, oh, bridges. No, it out. sucks for her. Everything sucks for her. Like she does not. She's like deathly afraid of heights. So like, uh, uh, situation for me. Like when we do like golf or something, and before we'd, I'd have like a sixty foot cherry picker. Right. And I'm going up. I'm going up. I'm fine. I'm good. But then you get to the stop, the top, and you have to boom the arm out. Now I'm booming the arm out, and now it stops, and boom, it kicks, and now you're swaying. It is the most terrifying, like, 30 seconds of my life. Like, my, I am shitting myself. Hmm. Then it settles down, and I'm good. So I think it's more of, a, like, a control of my environment kind of thing. Right. Um, Do you yeah, like roller coasters? There, I love roller coasters. All right. So you're, you're really not yeah. afraid of heights. But when I look, and when I look down, I'm fine. It's, uh, it's the process. I'm terrified of the process of going up. You're afraid of like uncertainty. You're not afraid of heights. That, you know what? That's a very good. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So Ron, your third pick, we're making, we're well, an hour and a half. We're not this making one, time. This one is thrilling. Here we go. You're going to love this. Oh, again. I made the same mistake I made before. Look at my babies. This tomato will be Heinz ketchup. <laughs> and this tomato will be Hans ketchup. <laughs> tomato. It's like cigarette butts. That's on. The outside looks like a tomato, 
but the inside is brown. Maybe the tomato seeds crossbred with the tobacco seeds. Oh, great. I got a field full of mutants. Gimme. I want more. I thought you said it tasted terrible. It does. But it's smooth and mild. And refreshingly addictive. Mm, mm. Addictive, eh? Ah. Tobacco. Uh, I love that tomaco. episode, but it is really dumb. It, it's super dumb. And it, it's at that cusp of... It's still... It's dumb, but it's still funny. It still has all, like, the old... Punchlines and funny jokes. That it's... It, my God, it does taste like Grandma. I'll take two books. Um... Yeah, so we would do... This was, like, a thing we do all the time. And, Make uh, tobacco? <laughs> no, tobacco. Yeah, tobacco. Oh, my God. If my dad had tobacco... Because he loved tomatoes. Like, my parents are that weird, like... like. Oh, Do your dad like irritating. Jersey tomatoes or any specific tomatoes or... Um, just tomatoes. I like cherry tomatoes because you just take one and pop it in your mouth and you're done. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, we would, you know, grow tomatoes in the garden. And it's almost like... It's almost why I... It might be why I don't... I'm not a huge tomato guy. Tomatoes are the biggest pain in the ass garden. Yeah. And because, but my parents were so obsessed with them and growing tomatoes in the garden. And then when they were ripe and I'd have to hear this over the top bullshit about, oh, it's so fresh and juicy. And you sprinkle, you slice it and you sprinkle a little salt on it. I guess, well, well, sure. You put salt on it. It's good. Put salt on anything. It's good. Um, but yeah. And I guess it over the top. Oh, it's so delicious. Like, yeah, well, so is a box of mac and cheese. It's got salt in it. We didn't grow fucking shit in our house. Oh, really? Processed <laughs> only. Oh, so but so you didn't grow it. No, we but you went you went to the the orchards and picked it yourself there, right? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, cold oh, day in hell before we did that. Uh, it, it, was, it was only fresh. Only time we did we did any patching was that we took like you couldn't you used to not be able to just get a pumpkin in a in a supermarket. You had to go to a pumpkin patch. Yeah. So I I still hate the idea of uh, buying pumpkins, but I'm sorry, you can get these massive pumpkins at Target for five bucks. Um, if you go to any orchard, like oh, you go to the apple orchard to pick apples like for the fall, and you can get a good deal on the apples. If you get the right ones, mm -hmm. um, they always want more for the goddamn Macintosh because they know I like them. But then they have their pumpkin Blew patch, it. and it's literally just they take a couple bales of hay, dump them out, and then spread pumpkins out and charge like twenty dollars a pound for a pumpkin. And there's no just real pumpkin patches. Yeah, just run. we used to go to like a legit pumpkin patching left, like you know, break it off the vine. And, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. We would go well, Strawberry Acres. Grimm's, Grimm's still does. Well, they're, they're for sale, but they still do a true pumpkin patch. Yeah. Well, that's because they, they got a little hot water, I guess. But government bullshit, you know? Mm. Making me get a, a food license. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we would go to, uh, like, Strawberry Acres was our good one. Uh, I live right next. I live right like up by Strawberry. You can you, I can you walk are, to Strawberry Acres. From where you are now? Yeah. Uh, it's a little caddy wampus. Is it? 
Because that's oh. off 145. Is it? Oh, I thought... What am I thinking? I don't know. North Whitehall. Well, maybe I'm thinking of something else. What are the orchards right by the House of Strawberries? <laughs> Up there by your parents' house? Oh, oh, um... There, there's or- orchids right by me, right? Yeah, like orchids, yeah. not orchards, right? Not orchids, orchards. Yeah, but it was it was like a, a functioning orchard before they like took it over and made it. Like there's still there's still an orchard there, but yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is Copley. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, it's Copley Danielsville. Uh, it's up closer to uh. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we. The address is the Copley. Yeah, it is. But it's weird though that it's Copley because it's up past Egypt. Well, see, my mom lives. We're not far from Egypt because my mom lives in Egypt. No, you're you're slightly above it. Because that's the uh, rail trail. Yeah, it's a little above that. It's up above the gun range or the the rod up there. The uh, ranger rod and gun. No, not ranger. The uh, the I forgot they changed the name of it now. La. Fuck. Relic. Relic. Yeah. Relic hunter firing. Just it used to just be like the lehigh valley gun store or some shit like that i forgot i haven't been in there in forever uh but yeah we would go up there my favorite part was you get the little cardboard like bins that you could fill up with your strawberries and your other fruit and shit and then you got to put on the rollers and you got to roll it down you know who's really close to this place mom yeah she's right up there yep uh yeah that that's uh that was like the only thing up there for the longest time. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot, and then you had the old bridge. That there's this. It's right by where the guy, that guy just got ran over on 145. Oh, really? That that always has. Yeah, right up by Neff's Lorry's. Yeah. Uh, road. Um, but yeah, we would go. We'd go picking, and it was my. It still is. I love doing it. Uh, I I love taking the kids out. And we go picking. Usually, we do it more in the fall. Yeah, this um, is this is about. I mean, it's about ten minutes from our house. It's it's kind of right near where we got Izzy by uh, Fox's Cradle. So yeah, this is this is about uh, ten minutes from our house. It's not okay. far. Yep. I, oh my um, god. Here, it's funny. Fox's Cradle showed on the map. Well, I mean, right. Uh, sa- sadly, they sold the land and they're developing it. Of course. Oh, they are. It's gone. It's gone. Oh no. I was like, yeah. oh, I think we passed. Is like, look. at... Like, see, the red is where where uh, Strawberry Acres is, and then the the Foxy's Cradle up there on the right is where we got Izzy. And by the way, um, I'm supposed to tell you, you, you can they have appointments. You can go to their adoption room at any of their appointment times. Uh, they sometimes come to our, our pet smart. Oh, Foxy's Cradle does? I think so. I think that's them. Or... One of the other ones that you sent, this is also legit. Yeah. I, I guess. I know they love just going there. And Forgotten Felines, the Sanctuary at Hatsville, I think also goes to that Petco. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was that. Hatsville. Little, little uh, brother kitties, I thought that we were both going to end up with last week. Kittens, but, cats. Yeah, kittens, cats. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of disappointed when she didn't come home with the kittens, cats. No. Uh, I would have, I would have loved them, and you know what? They would have loved me, and that's all, all I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely um, would have. Yeah, but 
but yeah, we would go and yeah, we would go do our picking. We'd get our strawberries up there, um, and uh, you know, other the strawberries was always early in the year, and then the other stuff was later, like August, September, towards the fall. You get the your uh, apples and stuff. Pears were always delicious, um, and then also it was at home too because my grandparents they had it. They oh, that was the best. So they had a pear tree that was fucking awesome. It was the the juiciest pears came off that thing. I love pears. But they also had an apricot tree. I love apricots too. This thing, what this tree was enormous, towered over their house. It was huge, and you would just have to you couldn't reach them. I mean, it was the the canopy of the tree, or the the base of the canopy was at roof level like a two-story home it was at least 25 30 feet above like it was fucking huge and you would just sit and wait from the drop and that was our job as kids go out there and just pick um apricots and they were the absolute best and i remember it was me and my sister and my cousin who was younger at the time and we were under the tree and we're picking and you just hear a snap like a and without even blinking, my grandfather grabs my cousin under his arm and just sprints. And this massive branch poof, dropped down right where they were standing. Oh, wow. Like, he didn't even look up. He heard it and, like, knew what it was and just grabbed him and ran. Wow. And then later that year, they took the tree down. Hmm. It was sad because, like, at that point, it was rotten. It was right. no good. And, uh, but that was that was a super bummer. I just... But having... Sent you a snap, by the way, of what those kitties would be like. Izzy's right behind me, passed out, just because she needs to be <laughs> by me at all times. Let me see. Oh, oh, hi, Izzy. She's just she came in, and she just tuckered tuckered herself out. Oh, so tuckered out. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, it was always fresh apricots. Those were the best. And then finally uh, was the fresh corn. Another mm. thing. Oh, I was just talking family. to. Enchantress, I was like, did I ever take you to, what was it, new, uh, what's that corn shed there, right on Monchok? Newsom's corn shed. Oh, at, uh. Newhard, Newhard Farms Newhards. corn shed. Yeah, yeah. Newhards. By, yeah. The, by the nursing home there. Right by the nice nursing home. home. Yeah, Newhard's is. Yeah, we used to go there a lot. It, it's, it's technically Copley PA too. It's weird, because that's not Copley. <laughs> I don't understand it, it my, my my friend who lived in Egypt had a Copley address. My my buddy Matt, he lived when he lived in Egypt, he had a Copley address. And Copley, like if you look on the map, it's a very small little independent borough that's surrounded by a smaller township outside the metropolis that is the gorgeous Allentown, Pennsylvania. Um, but yeah, for some reason, I think it's just because they don't have. I, I think it's more like treated as like a mailing address. So it dates well, back to when, I mean, like, I don't live in Allentown, but I have an Allentown mailing address, so. Well, I don't live in Macunji uh, address, you know? No, you're, um, you're you not just, thinking. You kind of just call it what it is. Newhards is the one that's right past uh, Willow Street Pub, not the one you're thinking of by the, the retirement home. That's like another farmer's oh. market. Newhards Corn Shed is the one. Newhards I was like. It's right past Willow Street Pub. Like you pass oh, okay. Willow Street Pub, it's at. on the left. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's got like the big sheds behind it the new hearts new for art farms corn shed yeah that had the best fucking corn on the cob you have ever had in your life pal god damn oh, pennsylvania had- might not be like known for its corn it's a sweet corn but god damn we have good it's fucking good. corn yeah and we would get it all the time because according to my dad the farmer would just come out and hand it to them when they were like working out on the road out there by the cornfield. It's like, oh yeah, he just gave us some corn. Right, he didn't just take it off the like, like no. rip it off the I, fucking. As a kid, as a kid, I always picture like this farmer coming out with like a hat and like the straw out of his mouth, like, "Hey, state road workers, thanks for fucking up my property. Here, have some corn," and just handing it out to all the guys and like, "Oh, thank you, sir." Not oh just... no, the corn. Paul yeah, Newman's just, gonna have my head. <laughs> <laughs> not just my dad walking into the cornfield to rock a piss, and then you know breaking off a, a few ears years. for the kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you know, and then everyone doing it. Yeah, and it's like, hey, we got corn and all summer long. He grows he pumpkins loved. there too. You can go to that again. They, they don't let you pick them, but he that you could go buy one for way cheaper. Um. Nice. And then there was their buddy, my dad's buddy. He always had a friend, his buddy Sam, who had like a trailer like property. Uh, it was just like the long, like semi modular, like trailer with a bunch of junk. And then he had a big, like just personal farm on it. And like, here, have some corn. And that's where you'd go at the fall to get your decorations. And it's like, I got some string beans for you. Mm. It's like, my dad would wake me up. It's like a Saturday morning. It's seven o'clock or six thirty. We got string or beans. I'm, or I'm watching cartoons. He's like, "Hey, we gotta go see Sam." I'm like, "All right, this is a cool trip." We go up there. And there's a man, grown man in like his fifties, sixties at the time, wearing like pajama pants, and eating like chili out of a bowl, watching Looney Tunes. I'm like, this is my fucking dream. I'm like, "What are we here for?" He's like, "Oh, we got string beans." Hmm. So we get a big bag of string beans, and then we go home. Or we'd stop at the fire hall, then go home. Like, so all this was to get string beans. Like, I could have been watching fucking Beetlejuice. But Coulda, but you we weren't. We got string beans. Uh, okay, uh, time to move on to my next pick. Uh, yeah. Hour and 40 in, we should, uh, you know. Out here, some things are pretty much like they are at home. Oh, careful! Like Coleman tents. They're really canvas cabins with double doors that let the family in. Two picture windows that let the breezes in. And nylon screen that makes sure nothing else gets in. And like Coleman sleeping bags, they're so soft and roomy you'll forget you're roughing it. Hey! <laughs> Coleman, greatest name in the great outdoors. Now, when you were a kid, Squeezer, you actually went camping, right? Like to like a campground. Uh, both like uh, the like campground, like organized, like you pay to camp in a spot, and legit like walk into the woods, throw down a tent, and go. Yeah, never did that. (laughs) We as a kid, we camped in the backyard. Oh yeah. So once a summer, my friend Matt down the street's parents would set up their gigantic fucking tent in the backyard for us to camp out in. Like an eight-person, like Taj Mahal. We called them Taj Mahals. They they didn't have any like accoutrement. It was just really big. Yeah. So it probably was like um, 
maybe, maybe eight, an eight person's really four people comfortable, right? Uh, even then, you get like you can do six comfortably. Yeah, it might have been an eight or a six person. I I forget, but it was bit. It, for me, it felt like massive, and we'd we'd be in there, and they let us. You know, we, you have to go inside to pee, or you're peeing the bushes, obviously. You know, you you stay outside, you swim in the. He had an above ground swimming pool, so you'd swim, and then you 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 get junk food and you take your toys in there, and it was pretty crazy not being with television. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Although. Oh, yeah. Although when we camped out in my backyard, my dad would run power with like a little portable TV so we could watch something, you know, in the backyard. And I was even cooler watching TV on that little big fucking, I say little, but it was like massive portable TV that only had an antenna to pick UHF and VHF stations up. Yeah, like Philly 57 and 69 WFMZ. Which was insane that you could get Philly 57 down here, right? And PHL yeah, seventeen, yeah, with a little portable TV with an antenna, yeah, in a valley, yeah, alone. In a valley, yeah, alone. <laughs> um, but like, like once when my cousins would come in from Florida, my uncle John would set up like tents in his backyard, and we'd go over, have a stay, sleepover, and he'd get like Jolt Cola, and we'd act like we just nice. blew, blew lines of coke off a hooker's back. <laughs> You know, drinking Joe Cola and, um, you know, you roast marshmallows over the fire. You set up firecrackers and fireworks. You're really not camping. I got I remember once I got a migraine. I was puking because I had bad migraines when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was down at Matt's house and I was, I had such a bad migraine. I wound up puking and I had to go home and <laughs> sleep in my bed. In the tent? No, no, I didn't puke in the tent. Ah, no. But um, I remember the one like and I kind of might have told the story. There was uh, um, we were like it was always like oh we're gonna get up early and we're gonna go bike riding and you know we're seizing the day because I, I don't know you you you, you want to seem adult as a kid even though you're just doing stupid kid shit. Yeah. Well, you want to get the most out of it too. Yeah, because, you know, your summer vacation every day was fucking precious. You know, now it flies yeah. by. It feels like summer's over already. It's July oh, yeah. 7th. Yeah, yeah. It's, it sucks. We didn't even go on our summer vacation yet, and it's over. Now we're going to uh, Point Pleasant tomorrow morning, and you'll oh. be there Sunday as we're leaving. Yes. But, um, so I'll get a little bit of beach. Uh but ne- then, then next week we're going to the Phillies one o'clock game for the Bryce Harper replica ring giveaway. Nice. We're in the Diamond Club squeeze. Oh. Yeah, or whatever or the RP Rankin roof, whatever that guy yelled at us when we were there. Don't call it the <laughs> Diamond Club. So uh, anyway, so we're we're trying to pretend like we got to get up and like do important things. So we they were selling the Sunbolt energy drink. Like be- this was before any energy drink. It was like a, a Sunny D uh, opaque citrus Gatorade that was uh, orange citrus flavored and it had caffeine in it. Oh. So we'd get like go back and get some ball and get like they had like a dunk, a weird Dunkin Donuts case that was like maybe four feet by two and a half feet wide that they probably just came in the morning and put like donuts in to thaw like at three in the morning to thaw out. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. 
So we thought that was like we could get Dunkin' Donuts at the Texaco. And we thought it was so great. So we'd, we'd go and buy Dunkin' Donuts constantly. And then like the nickel candy, like bazooka and jawbreakers and, and atomic fireballs. And then we get the sunbolt because it was like our version of coffee to wake up. Um, and that was, that was 94. Uh, when, um, I remember the sunbolt energy came out. So, so maybe, uh, start I, I probably started first camping trip with matt was 92 and his camping trip in his yard so it was like three years 92 93 94 by 95 i was you know too cool for school for that <laughs> i was locked in my room masturbating <laughs> instead <laughs> i mean we knew yeah but yeah that was camping uh for me it was very exciting and, and adventurous huh oh i Backyard camping is the best. Backyard camping is the best. Here is your fourth pick. <laughs> All those heroics for nothing. No more riddles, no more curtains one and two. Just plain curtains. <laughs> Aren't you forgetting something, Harvey? Your coin. You're always of two minds about everything. Yes, of course you're right, Bruce. Emotion's always the enemy of true justice. Thank you. You've always been a good friend. Batman Forever? Oh, yeah. Had to go with that. Um, and sorry. why? What uh, are you talking oh, about? Why, why, <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna because, extrapolate yeah. here? <laughs> um, because it has everything like the two subjects about my my pick. It's the perfect um audio for this. It has uh, coins being flipped in the air and bats. Yeah. So yeah, we were little assholes, and we thought it was hilarious. I'm I'm not sure who was on the same page or if this even mattered. Um, but it, it struck me when I'm like, "What did we do in the summer outside?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, we used to flip coins at bats to try to fuck with them." I don't know if that. Where, where did you find bats at? That was probably not safe. You guys probably could have got rabies. No, they're flying in the air. Yeah, but if they would have came down and bit you, you would have got rabies. Well, maybe, but they weren't going to come down and bite us. How do you know? We're not mosquitoes. No. I mean, and also, we were, it was not the dumbest thing we did as kids. You know, there's plenty of dumber things. And yeah, maybe it could have ended up much worse than it did. But yeah, I remember just uh, late, warm summer nights. And uh, yeah, we would, I don't, I tried finding something to see if this like was legit. Like, if it was a thing that, like, fucked with them. <laughs> I never but, flicked anything out of bat. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we would take coins and you flick, you know, how you would, like, flip a coin. And you do it as hard as you can and launch it into the air and try to... Not You're not trying to hit the bats, but you're trying to interfere. And the thought was... Those bats should have like, bit you. The, the frequency of the coin flipping <laughs> and its echolocation and all that would, like, make them all, like, weirded out. Yeah, that's why I said they should have bit you. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, they should have. We were assholes. Those little dickheads. Um, but, like, we didn't hurt them. Um, right. Maybe, unless it was, like, the worst thing. It's unless that's, like, the, the nuclear warhead, the bats, is flipping coins at them. Um, which, if that were the case, uh, Two-Face would have taken out George Clooney. Right. Um, I'm sorry, Batman. Um, no, it was Val Kilmer. Come on. Was it? Yeah. George Clooney was Batman and Robin. I just, I swear I just watched it. I'm 110% no, positive. No, I, I don't disagree with you. It's just weird. Like, it, you, you watch the clip and your mind kind of just shuts down anyway. Mm. Protecting itself. It's like a nice soft cocoon. Um, but yeah, you, you, we would try to, you know, you know fuck with the bats. And then, uh, and then the one time one did end up in my house. Mm. I remember. I'm walking through the kitchen. There's like a warm summer night. You know, we had the screen door open. I'm guessing, I don't know, in and out. Somehow it got in there. And there's a bat just like crawling across my kitchen floor. So I got, uh, what did I got? I got a, a manila envelope and a shovel. And I, I, I went and I like scooched a little guy on the shovel. And then I walked him out. And I'm like, oh, well, he can't just, I can't just put him on the ground. Right? He needs to, like, drop down and fly. So I went in the garage, and our garage was, like, unfinished. It was a block gar- block and brick garage. Right. Um, and a two-car bay. But then there was a, a, a second floor that was, like, open that you could get to. You could take a ladder, prop a ladder up, and get up there and store shit. Right. Um, like, all, like, the, the stuff my mom bought at a flea market that my dad was going to restore. Mm. I remember there was, like, a cradle... And there was an old-timey fire extinguisher that he was going to, like, detarnish. <laughs> that was all up there. And he never did. Um, no, no. No, because he had, he had that workbench. The whole point of that workbench was to stand there and smoke cigarettes and drink a beer and stare out the window into the nothingness. I get and that, And contemplate though. existence. And just accept the silence and not move. Like, I definitely get that. I get it. I, I still, I look back, I'm like, why is he just standing there? And now, now I'm there and just... I'm in my garage, just standing there. Only difference is uh, smoking cigarettes has gone out of style. Yeah, I don't smoke. That's it. Yeah. Still, you know. Yeah, put a little, put something on the on, on the old record player, and uh, just stand there. Just stand there. Anything else, Squeezer? Oh, but then I took a little bat hmm. up the ladder, and placed him up there by the ledge to the garage. So that he can find a place. And then I left the door open overnight. So that hopefully he could crawl to the edge. And then fly his way home. What a sweet little uh, bat lover you were. Uh, yeah. I never I never saw him again. So I'm hoping he got out. I hope so too. Yeah. Alright. Um, let's go to my next pick. Fox Family Channel's Weekend Chill Saturdays got the wackiest tunes on TV. Take a look. Now it's time for Camp Candy Summer Tips. When pitching a tent, place stakes in solid ground. In pottery, the wheel should be set at its proper speed. And when mounting a horse, always face front. For more tips, watch Camp Candy Saturdays at 8.30, 7.30 Central on Fox Family Channel. Brought to you in part by Walt Disney Home Video's The Parent Trap. Now available on home video. They were selling... uh... Camp Candy up in the 2000s when Parent Trap came out. Wow. 
I think parent, uh, Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap. 98. Sorry, that was 98. That was 98? On home video, yeah. My God. 98 in the theaters. I, might have, it could have been 99 when it was a home video. I was probably watching Cam Candy stoned out of my mind back then, too. <laughs> I, used to just, I used to watch this cartoon back then uh, called, like, What's With... Uh, it was on Fox. Uh, what's cartoon? It was Canadian. Uh, what's with Andy? It was called What's with Andy. It was pretty good. Hmm. I think I talked about it here before. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, uh, this, the, the, the. the Commercial. I was talking about. I'm talking about swimming in the ocean and how I learned oh. to swim in the ocean. Um, we first beach we ever went to was. Oh fuck! I believe it was Wildwood, New Jersey. Squeezer. Uh, that's probably my first too. Yeah. And my parents didn't like it, and subse- subsequently from then on until I went on on my own, we went to Rehoboth Beach every year in Delaware. So we'd be on the shores of the road with beach and my, I don't know if my dad knows how to swim or not, but yeah, go ahead and go in the way friend. <laughs> and one day there was this guy there who's like, you don't know how to body surf. He wasn't an old man. It was like a kid my age. Like telling me, yeah, I don't know how to body surf. He's like, you gotta learn how to do it. And he's like, you gotta go and not be afraid of the waves. At first he taught me how to dive into a wave. And he's like, when a wave comes, you just wait till it crests and then dive into it and, and come up right immediately. And he's like, you'll you'll learn how to like get into a wave and then and i remember doing that and then he's like now now we're going to teach you to body surf the wave comes you like let it get under you and then you ride it to shore and it took me a few times to get it right and then i wanted a boogie board so he's like you don't need a fucking boogie board you don't because you're just wasting your money on a boogie board you're just gonna hit someone with it (laughs) he's like or someone's gonna take it from you or you're just gonna have to carry it up and down from your hotel you do this with your body and he taught me this uh, body surf, and I had so much fun swimming. And then, like, you'd go up and play arcade games and kind of get, like, elect- electrocute yourself <laughs> on, like, the metal parts. <laughs> like, it was tiny little shocks, you know? Play Mortal Kombat 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, swim in the ocean, trying not to get hit by horseshoe crabs, which I thought would kill me when I was a kid. Oh, weren't you terrified of terrified, them? Terrified, and they're, they're the sweetest little like, creatures. Bringers of death. Yeah. They're not. They're gonna. St- they're gonna drive those little tails through your heart. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, and then jellyfish too. I'm still. I'm still scared of jellyfish. Just like. Yeah, they suck. Scared of the dark, but. Um, yeah, I I left this in the end because I didn't have much. I learned this from the ocean and real beach. I'm excited to get. I I am not. I, I'm gonna spend uh, the whole uh, fucking weekend swimming in the ocean, squeezer. You you enjoy it. Like I like. I, I, I just I like being outside. I like the beach. I like I don't like taking my shirt off. Um, I think the, here's the, the who fucking cares? Like who cares at the beach? Me, me. Well, that's why I like that's why I like like Point Pleasant because so many like fat like Italian Jersey. Yeah, right. That's like that. Yeah, I, I look like I'm in shape. Well, but, go in the ocean with your shirt on. Who cares? Have a second uh, shirt. Then, then I'm that guy. Um. My only real issue with the beaches and why I like camping and the woods and stuff like that is, and when done right, not saying like going camp like Knobles is 
different, but now it's kind of crazy. But like, it's the lack of people. It's that I can just be isolated and alone. That's why I like going to the beach. Like we, Mrs. Squeezer and I went down to uh, the Outer Banks. We went down in like September, October, and there was no one there. And I loved every second of it. Here's the thing about the ocean. When you're by yourself and you're in the ocean, you're like, oh, okay, I better not get swept up in the undertow or bitten by a shark here because there's no one here to rescue me. But when you're on the beach in Jersey, there's so many people there. You're like, I'm going to fucking do the craziest goddamn shit in the waves because there's so many people here. What can go uh, wrong? Uh, a shark <laughs> just wanders up. Yeah, like the beaches will be open at Amityville on the 4th of July. It's safe to swim, people. Yeah. Well, I don't even, but that's the thing. I don't even need to be in the water. I don't like being in the water. I like, love I'll walk along the shore. Being oh, in the water. Oh, my. I'd rather be on a boat fishing. I, I, I hate boats and I don't want to. F- fishing is the worst, dumbest activity in like, the planet. The, Sorry the point fish. of the beach I don't like is where land meets sea. I like being on the beach. I like being out in the boat in the ocean. I'll go snorkeling or whatever. But where. Snorkeling? That's sand, being in the water. No, no, yeah, but no, no, it's the transition. It's where uh, the waves crash uh, and get sand in my butt crack. It's I love like the it. waves. I love swimming in waves. I got my ass handed to me last year. I love when I get my ass handed to me. We, we, yeah, but it was scary because my the my kid was with me. Oh, yeah, so that's like scary. I did every like it started sweeping like you could feel it pulling. Yeah, and I did everything and just I'm holding her up like like. Like fucking, uh, what's his name? Rafiki. Like in the way, like keeping her head above water and it's just beating the piss out of me. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. It was, it, it was here's my plan bump of all for this weekend. Like burnt to a crisp, lobster's tan got going on. Yeah. Reading, I don't get that. Reading. Like bronze. Yeah, well, I, I get like red and then I go to a deep, dark bronze now. I did it before. When, when we get back, can you put me down on, in the dugout for one homestand to see if how guys talk to me again? Yeah. <laughs> um, reading books on my Kindle. Reading some comic books. Uh, sit, like, mean, how are you going to just sit quietly in a chair and read a book? Yeah, oh my God, I love it. Uh, oh, junk food. Coors Brothers ice cream. Fucking all the candy and junk food possible going to frankie's for dinner uh tons of sam summers arcade games out the wazoo i am really looking forward to point pleasant the best part about that place is the uh pay to win claw games they're pretty good yeah because you can just you're just buying your kids stuffed animals and they get a little game out of it and they think they achieve something yeah yeah it sets the expectations for life at at a shitty level because they think they're all winners um now some of that winning uh confidence is good squeezer yeah but then then we were at chuck e cheese she's like i want to play the claw game i'm like don't you're not gonna win she's like i always win like all right so she kept (laughs) swiping the card and like four times later i'm like just stop just you're not gonna get the ball yeah chuck e cheese a little different all right um we excited. should uh, con- continue swimming the ocean. We are now at your last pick, Squeezer. Here it is. Oh. This new program's incredible. Mm. A few more years development and we won't even have to dig anymore. There's a fun in that. 
dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? What? That was our first Warriors uh, clip on the show, I think. Warriors! And uh, maybe I had it once before. Uh, fucking Zed. Remember Zed? He was the bad guy in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, was, that was my digging montage. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes like, sense. What do I pick? My like, oh, I can't pick one thing. And I, got, I had to get an Indiana Jones reference in there, and I can't do digging without that. And then in my head, my, I don't think, not a day, but at least once or twice a week in my head, I just do the, can you dig it? <laughs> um, just, just fun to say. Um, at the same time, I haven't fucking probably watched that movie in like 15 years. Warrior, I, I, last time I watched it was when the com- I started seeing the commercial of the video game. And I was like, I got to rewatch Warriors. And I rewatched it, and that was what? How long ago did Rockstar do that? Oh, shit. That's a good question. It was a good game. I don't think I ever played it. I uh, I did play it. And um, I didn't play it probably to the level you would have played it, but I had fun with it. Oh, no, I'm, well, that's, I'm, I'm a completionist. Uh, so, uh, 2000, holy shit, 2005? Yeah. Wait, wait. Good for Rockstar for taking an IP that's already 30 years old nearly <laughs> and making a video game out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, they know what they're doing. They seem to know what they're doing, yes. Yeah. Wait for that fucking... Uh, some more GTA updates. See what comes out of... See if they announce anything at GameCon in August. We'll see. It's going to be there. Oh, Starfield. It's gonna be the end of me. All right, what are you doing? Uh, what are you digging? Here? Yeah. So, did you just randomly dig holes in your backyard? No. <laughs> what? Oh, come on. I mean, we you yeah, we holes. tried to dig the China once or twice, but yeah, you try to dig the China, or or because you're inspired by either uh, uh, Jurassic Park or uh, Indiana Jones or like fourth grade uh, field trip where you go up to like. Uh, uh, Beltsville State Park to look for trilobites that you thought you were going to find uh, treasures in your backyard. Nah, by Jurassic Park, I was too lazy. I would just kick around dirt. <laughs> Hopefully, I'd run into one. <laughs> I was convinced that somewhere in my soil, I was going to find dinosaur bones. I was going to find uh, ancient relics. I-, I really believe that there was going to be something there in a neighborhood that has existed for over like a hundred years, mm-hmm. um, in an area that was clearly uh, like leveled, bulldozed over, and then someone built property on mm-hmm. that. By me digging roughly twelve to eighteen inches, not hitting the frost line, by the way, because I'm a weak little child, so um, there's no worry, no need to call eight one one or anything. Uh, yeah, I, I thought I was going to strike pay dirt by digging. And there's nothing worse than digging a hole. Uh, especially, I don't know how people do it. Like, in the, they make it look so easy in the movies, too. Mm-hmm. It's always like one or two, like, put your foot in, in the dirt, you're done. 
Now, that might be because where they're at. I don't know if the soil's a little loose. Around here, like, it's a fuck load of work to dig a hole. Didn't you tell me to bury a body vertically because they look for six-foot holes? <laughs> I don't know if that was me. I, I don't, I'm not one for burying bodies because you might find them. You cover them and lie. It said bury the body in a six-foot hole, but bury a dog on top of it. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, uh, my, I might have said that. I read that. No, I read that somewhere. Oh. I read that in one of those articles, like shitty ways for people. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't bury a body uh, horizontally because satellites look for six feet holes. Bury it horizontally, like like dig it like six feet deep in a like a two foot hole. I, I'm obsessed with the uh, aquamation now. I'm, what, I'm reading up on. What's you're it, obsessed with it, and what is aquamation? Yeah, not not obsessed with it, but I I, I discovered I didn't know it was a thing, and now I'm like, this is so strange. Um, it's like cremation, but with, rather than like burning the body, it's like a, a hydrolysis process and it removes like all the moisture from the body. Oh, and it like in Batman 66, the movie. Yes. It's exactly like that. <laughs> Only instead of being a powder, it renders you down into a nondescript gray ooze. And I'm like, holy shit, this is soiling green all over. Again. Wait, how is it a gray ooze? It removes the moisture from your body. I it, it it just I don't I'm in the process of learning about this, um, but yeah, it removes all it removes like the the water from your body. It, it it breaks down from the process. It removes the water, so the cells start breaking down and consuming itself until you just become this gray paste. Uh, you usually the bones are still left in which they then usually cremate, um, but it. I guess a lot of like very like earth friendly groups are all for it because it uses less carbon than cremation. Mm. Um, you, I, I don't want to let you. Unfortunately for you, the Catholic Church doesn't like it because. <laughs> and here, here's my favorite part. I'm like, okay, you become a great ooze. Why they, they literally just pour it down the drain. <laughs> I just my, the way I, when I go just. Put me in a black fucking hefty garbage bag and toss me in a dumpster, preferably like Target or Taco Bell. Yeah, I like the idea of the body farm. At the same time, I just want to be like thrown in front of a bus of school children. Just to fuck with them. <laughs> yeah, I know that. But what do you yeah. after that? What then? What then? That's the question. Know, just to squeegee me to the curb. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'll be a sack of meat. So uh... I want to just if when I'm dead, like don't please don't embalm me. That's all I don't. I don't want to be embalmed. I, I don't. It's not, that feels more gross than anything. And I don't want to have an open casket. Fu- I don't want to have a funeral at all. I don't want any fucking remembrance. Just put me in a plastic garbage bag and toss me in a dumpster like Frank Reynolds. I, like, put me in the Target or the Wegmans dumpster. There we go. I mean, the, the visuals seem gross, but for me, the idea of being consumed by uh, uh, bugs and uh, scavengers. Seems much more fulfilling in the long run than being boxed up and stuck underground. Embalmed so that nothing can eat you. Yeah, don't ruin me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, seriously, like bury, like yeah, bury me in a shallow grave. That's that would be nice too. Bury my heart at wounded knee, for all that matters. Yeah, or that, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a book about Native Americans. You haven't read any books. I've read books. All right, let's. This takes me a long, long time, but yeah, I used to dig a lot of holes, looking for treasures in my backyard. We're over two hours on this. Let's wrap this up. On uh... I never found one.
my last pick. Oh, you still got to go? I got one more. Holy shit. It'll be quick. What's inside? It's recess. Let's go. Now the best part of school is on Saturday. Let's eat up. Recess. Inside Disney's One Saturday Morning on ABC. So I'm talking playgrounds. I don't know why I pulled that clip. I just can't find a clip about playgrounds. And w- the ones we went to as a kid, we went to the Whitehall one. Obviously, it was it was up the street from my aunt actually lived there. And they had like you know the big sliding board. I guess apparently that's a Pennsylvania thing. A lot of people don't call them sliding boards. It's a sliding board. A if, you, if you don't, if you disagree, go to hell. They had the big uh, aluminum silver sliding board that got hotter than fucking hell. The swing set. Mm-hmm. The, the merry-go-round, all the accoutrement. But then there was Timbertown off Lone Lane that was very oh, big. Oh, yeah. And had, like, it was all wood. But they had, they had, like, a lot of things you could go through. Then there was Chester Cheetah's Playground in, in uh, Dorney Park that was pretty good. Oh, you had to pay to get in there. You had to pay to get in there. But we had the free season passes because my dad hooked up the Dorney owner. Mm. Um, so we had... Uh, Chester Cheetah's playground had a lot of like bouncy balls and like like ropes to swing on with like foam you could dive in, and that was fun. Um, what other playgrounds? Any playground was fucking other. Oh, we'd go to Kratzer uh, Middle School, the not middle school, the elementary school for their playground. Obviously, St. Francis, my my uh, elementary school, did not have a playground or even a swing, you know. Um, but yeah, playgrounds, man, like. Like that's like the secret weapon to parents because they're free, they're stupid mm-hmm. as fuck, but you can entertain your kids for hours and just sit in a bench and do nothing. You know, as long as your kids don't get in the asshole mode where they start fucking with each other, you're pretty good, right? Yeah, well, they're gonna do that. Yeah, but they're gonna do that at home anyway. So might as well take the shot and get out. And yes, they're free. That's the big. Oh God, they're everything is. So what's next? What's next? What are we going to do today? Like, everything has to be a fucking adventure. I'm like, you have toys. Go play with them. Right. Like, we, we, the best thing we ever did was limit access to the basement. Like, it's, it's finished. Like, whoever did it did a shitty job, but it's finished. And that's where I'm doing the podcast right now. Mm. And I'm surrounded by their toys. Like, I have one little corner with, uh, I got my, my records. I have a TV and my PlayStation that I don't fire up, and this here computer. Um, the rest is all theirs. Oh, and my most perfect, awesome uh, sectional couch that had to come down here because it fit in our old house but doesn't work in our current house. So I had to come down here. And it's the most comfortable couch on the planet. The best fall asleep while you're playing video games or watching baseball couch in the world. Nice is down here and I can't wait to get this place redone. I'm just going to build it around that couch <laughs> and it's going to stay here forever. Um, but because of that, they're convinced that like, it's a special treat to come down to the basement. So it's like, Oh, we want to go out to Applebee's and then go to Chuck E. Cheese and then go to the movies. I'm like, okay. Or, or we can go, we can the go to the basement. basement. <laughs> it's like Oprah giving out a car and like, let's go to the basement. And we just saved a hundred bucks. <laughs> and going downstairs. Stupid kids. Stupid kids. Stupid Pope. That, uh, that's it for Great Outdoors 4, Squeezer. 
we uh, we've exhausted all our resources. That's a full show. Uh, I I went back and I re-listened to like make sure I didn't like double pick anything or but. And in the second one, you end the show with, well, we're like basically we've exhausted or we're all out of things to say about the great outdoors. Ah ha ha! Fooled <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen, we're never gonna be done repeating the, uh, the same shit we've talked about for fucking ever. So just get used to it, because that's if you listen to the Riders podcast, that's what you're here for. Yeah. Wait until next year where I have a different memory of my Fourth of July picnics. Wait till next year where I have a different memory about me going to the same stores on my bike. <laughs> uh, but now that this year's memories are done, um, now we could still talk about it though when we do the riding our bikes to store episode. Well, yeah. Well, that's a different episode. That's yeah, more focused episode. on riding our yeah. bikes to store. Um, next week is summer music too. We're gonna add to our summer music playlist by talking about songs that remind us of summer. Maybe some songs we talked about last time. Who knows? Then birthday memories. Then I don't know. Then uh, we're gonna break down. We each have a Maxim magazine. We're gonna break down five things from that magazine. Uh, I'm then very, you know, very, very. There'll excited. be no show during Music Fest, and then summer's over, and we can all go to hell. Ah. No, I don't. I don't know what we're doing after that, but we'll get to it. But until then, that's this week's Rad Years podcast. I'm RK. The fact that it's over, and I'm Squeezer. And we'll talk to you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.